gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. If I could turn back time If I could find a way I'd take back those words that'll hurt you And you'd stay I don't know why I said the things I said Rides like a knife, it can cut deep inside Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes I didn't really mean to hurt you Hello and welcome to the Blake Sal Show Archives. Um, yeah, we are taking this week off, the first week of New Year. Our schedules just didn't work out, and I'm a bit busy on my end. So we're taking this week off. We'll be back next week to do a normal show and get back to normal here in 2022. But I can't leave you guys without a show. So this week, we're going to go back to the first year of our show, and um, we're going to air the two episodes we did live. Yeah, we did live episodes of our show. We did three of them. One of them really a WrestleMania review show from WrestleMania 30. Um, Monday I'll put that up, but today we're going to put two episodes up. One is from November 13th, 2013, episode number 35, and then January 22nd, 2014, episode number 46. Um, These are completely unedited, completely how it happened that night. Um, I think at most, I think I just put in the bumpers at the beginning of the end. But it's exactly how it aired on those nights. Um, they're pretty crazy. They're pretty nuts. Um, sound quality is up and down. But um, it's worth it. So, so let's sit back and listen to this. And we'll be back next week with our normal show. Have a good day, everybody. So let's have some fun, shall we? Sure, why not? Screw it up, big boy. Everyone hoist up your pint and basically have a nice Irish drinking toast. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Just giddy as a schoolgirl on prom night. Do we really try to keep it clean? They get weirder every week. They really do. Woohoo! Wait, there's more. I know that you know that I know that. I think you know that I know that you know that he knows that I know that you know that. This is fantastic. I love this. What is wrong with these people? I have my medication now. I'm feeling much better. By the way, can you tell him my dad's daughter? You would be wasted. Wasted? Wasted. Where's Dr. Shelby when you need him? Yeah, that was definitely the strangest intro I've ever had for an interview. I will say that. <laughs> it sounds very professional. They're often tried to do replicate, but they will never be.
I'm sick. pretty crazy yes so get stuff up for a while so um everyone listening on mixler welcome to the show this is this, this is actually uncharted territory for us usually we pre-record and i spend hours posting um editing and posting the show <laughs> instead mm-hmm. tonight we are live and in color we're throwing caution to the wind tonight yeah this should be interesting and I don't know how I don't know what's gonna happen tonight. So, anyone for new <laughs> listeners, the people that don't know what this is all about, we um our show actually is separated into sections. We do um sports, we do wrestling, we do entertainment. Um, we actually have a special section just for country music tonight because there's so much stuff to talk to talk about in there. <laughs> We're gonna have a couple of our regular um analysts come on, hopefully throughout the show as things go well. Um, if you would like to come on the show, then communicate with us. You can tweet us at Blake and Sal show. I have the tweet deck open so you can get in touch with me anytime. Uh, and Sal is at, at icon underscore 44. I am at, at Riley21106. Uh, also, on our Facebook page, you can comment and talk to us on there. You can also call us 
at 414-882-8965. Um, it'll go straight to my Skype line, and I'll get you right on the air. Um, so that is that, and we will get right into things tonight, because I know I had some people wanting to come on the show. So let's get right into things, shall we? Yes. The Green Bay Packers have won the Super Bowl. The Lombardi Trophy is coming home. Incomplete, and the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. I think you're going to want to hear this. You know, that Marty's better chant now is really fitting after this last week. You know that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but we'll get more into that in a couple of minutes. First things first, um, Monday night, Sal, um, I don't know if you were working or you just didn't know this was going on because I did not realize it was happening Monday night either. Did you happen to see any of the Hockey Hall of Fame ceremony? No, I was not working. Yeah, I did not actually know it was going on until about 90 minutes before the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even because I'm paying attention. NHL did not advertise it. <laughs> it just Which suddenly, it just suddenly appeared on NHL's Twitter account. I'm like, oh crap! I should go DVR this. <laughs> <laughs> so I ran up a DVR and I watched it Monday night. And I have one complaint for NHL Network. I've watched this ceremony every year for the last five years at NHL Network. Okay, the ceremony never goes an hour and a half. Ever. It always goes almost two hours over two hours. Uh-huh. Can someone explain to me why they only block an hour and a half on the DVR for it? <laughs> Interesting. I had to extend it an hour to make the whole ceremony a DVR. Wow. <laughs> and if you didn't extend your DVR, you would have missed Shanahan's speech completely. That's odd. Yeah, it was on the second half of the, it was on the other half hour of the show that didn't, I wouldn't have DVR if it didn't extend it. <laughs> Of all people to miss, right? <laughs> I know. So, in this order, we had Chris Chelios. He's um, representing Team USA, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of selecting one of the NHL teams, he went in for Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Shiro, representing Philadelphia. He, he was represented by his son. Um, Geraldine... Um, Can I say this right? Geraldine Handy. Can't say it right either. She's from Team Canada. She was actually on the old Nagano team back in 98. Oh, okay. She's now the third women's um, hockey player to get inducted, so that's pretty cool. Representing the New Jersey Devils, jersey and all, Scott Niedemeyer. (laughs) Boy, that gave me some chills. And representing the Detroit Red Wings, Brendan Shanahan. So, for those who missed... The Hall of Fame induction ceremony, like most people, I think, did. Because uh, even if you didn't knew what was going on, football was going on, or all was going on, there was a lot of stuff going on Monday night. But um, if you missed it, I do have some clips from the ceremony, so. Well, that's okay. So you want to listen? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. Yeah, you can be the greatest. You can be the best. You can be the King Kong banging on your chest. 
Yeah, I have any reason to play that song again. Yeah, that was, of course, Will I Am. 
singing Hall of Fame. I, I was like, I have to, I want to make a montage. I was out the script and well, I am. But I'm like, that was such a fantastic song. I needed another reason to play it. <laughs> yes. So, any thoughts on our Hall of Famers? Sal. Great class. Yeah, I really thought this was an awesome ceremony, too. Um, I'll, I'll admit, I got chills and got a little teary-eyed seeing Scott Niedemeyer. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have his rookie card. Wow, do you really? <laughs> I have his rookie card in a frame in my box of stuff. <laughs> right next to my, um, um, it's also with my Scott Stevens Stanley Cup card. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, I, I got a little teary-eyed watching that. <laughs> I bet. But um, And I have another comment on speeches about everything else that happened here. We have a phone call, actually, first of all. We have a phone call. Let's take the phone call. Hello, caller. Uh, hello? Um, let me get you on the air. Um, we have a caller, and somebody doesn't want to come in. Hello? H- hello? Who is this? My name is Olga. 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 Olga, what can we do for you today? Um, so I am in um, junior high, and I have a friend who smokes cigarettes. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I wonder if you guys can tell me how I can get friends who not make me smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Um, you can do what I did and um, take the cigarette and throw a bit of weight gutter. <laughs> <That's just laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I just wondering if you guys know what show I am referencing by this phone call. Do you know this one, Sal? No, no I clue. The reference at all. It's the episode of Full House. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye, boys. <laughs> Thank you, Olga. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... <laughs> it's, wow. Anyway, what I was going to say was before we get interrupted by that call, um, was I noticed one thing about the families in... Uh, what is with hockey, these Hall of Famers, and having massive families? <laughs> Yeah. Every single person, every guy in this Hall of Fame, Chelios, Nina Meyer, and, Brand- and Shanahan, have three or four kids in their families. <laughs> <laughs> when did they have the time? <laughs> That's During the offseason. Yeah. And it's like Chelios brought his whole family on stage, and he has four kids. I'm like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I know Nina Meyer has three kids, and I'm like, Shandy's got three, and I'm like, what the hell? So, well, our, they have to burn it in here during the offseason. It's true. We're lucky. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't say something on Twitter. I have to retweet that. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Um, all right. Let's get to something else. We should get Olga back on the show. I don't even think Olga's listening live. All right, let's get to the news. Let's get to the news of the National Hockey League. <laughs> it has been a busy week, Sal. <laughs> I don't have it. Well, take a look. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know, I'm you, you said the same tweet I did, didn't you? <laughs> the same tweet I did. 
<laughs> oh god all right sorry sorry about that people i just retweeted the tweet we saw <laughs> so if you're on the blink and sound twitter page you can see what we are uh, laughing at <laughs> oh, god. thank you olga yes thank you olga i know you're listening to this <laughs> okay anyway continue <laughs> okay so uh lots of, lots of things happened today uh, the Florida Panthers, <laughs> Florida Panthers making some news finally, finally. for, I, I guess for the wrong reasons. Uh, they fired their head coach, Kevin Dineen, assistant coaches, Gord Murphy and Craig Ramsey and replaced by interim. Oh, right. And replaced by interim head coach, Peter Horacek. Yes. Who was, uh, the head coach of the San Antonio Rampage yes. and the, uh, AHL and, uh, assistant coaches, Brian Grudland. Grudland. Grudland? That sounds right. And uh, John Madden, not to be confused with the football John Madden. Yeah, that is the fervor devil John Madden. Yes. yes. That was pretty cool. I was like, wow. Three-time cup winner John Madden. <laughs> Coach. Look at that. And, and now he's the enemy. <laughs> yes. In the same division. <laughs> no, no, he's not in the division. Florida's in the division. Florida's in the uh, Atlantic. Which is weird. They're in the Atlantic, yes. Very weird to me still. All right, moving on. The um, signing that I didn't expect. Uh, yeah. Um, in a in a bonehead move, the Edmonton Oilers have signed <laughs> Ilya Brzgalov to a one year contract. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't understand this move at all. Uh, they must be really desperate. Yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> the motherfucker's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way of putting it. So, uh, oh wait, we have we have a call. Is it Olga? No, it's not Olga. Let's um get this caller on the air and play his music, actually. Well, not the Admirals right now. They got a first goal uh, right away early, probably about two minutes in. Wow, that was fast. Woohoo! Yeah. It was kind of a scramble right in front of the goal, and uh, um, McCollum kind of was laying out and it just kind of pushed in and under his right pad. Well, that's good to know. We're, we haven't gotten to the Admirals yet on our list here, but it's good to know that they're winning, finally. And um, so, if you, you're going to win calls back throughout the night with updates if you wish, Scotty. <laughs> we'll be on for a bit, so if you want to call for the updates throughout the evening, you're more than welcome. Okay. Sound good? Sounds go good. Have, go have fun. All right, we'll call you back in a little bit. See you later. Later. All right, bye. All right, that was Scotty live from the, B, uh, the BMO Bradley Center. It's one nothing Admirals. Woo-hoo! <laughs> um... So it, it back back is to the Is Olga with him? No, Olga's not with him at the Bradley Center. He wishes. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> so, all right. Continue with our um, news. And normally we do not cover injuries, but this one seemed too major. We had to take care of this one. 
Yeah, Steven, uh, Steven Stamkos is out indefinitely with a broken right tibia. Whatever that means. <laughs> so. So, poo on him. Yeah, poo on him, exactly. <laughs> and finally, today's major breaking news. Uh, ooh, that did not update on my feed. Okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. Buffalo. Oh, Hi. yeah, Buffalo. Here we go. Um, go for it. Wait. Oh, all right, did I lose it again? Where is it? This is a live show, people. Live it should be show. right there. It should, it's on my sheet. Um, you know what? I think... Oh, that's because I'm reading the wrong one. Here we go. I didn't delete the old one. Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> Fire uh, their GM, Darcy Renier, and head coach Ron Ralston. Yeah. And replaced with newly created role of president of hockey operations, Pat LaFontaine, and named 10... Nolan, interim head coach. Yeah, uh, apparently, president of hockey operations is now GM. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, good for them. But that's a pretty big. I, when I hear Pat LaFontaine is GM of a team, that's pretty big. Yes, I agree. And Ted Nolan's back. <laughs> that's pretty big as well. I, didn't, I haven't heard from Ted Nolan in a long time. I thought he fell off his. Last time he was on the league, wasn't he coaching the Islanders? Something like that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I just got a text from Olga that said hi, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Does Bandy know that you have Olga's phone number? Probably not. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Um, let's, let's move on to our team. We've had a good week. Oh, my God. So excited. Let's do this. New Jersey Devils hockey. I picked the Devils to win. The Flyers can Oh, my win. God. <laughs> I did not expect you to say that. <laughs> Why do I, with the Flyers this year, I I think anyone could beat them. Jonah shot deflection score. Adam Henrique was out in the high slot. And may have gotten a stick on it. The wall. Here's a shot. Redirected. Score. I think it went off the Devil. And then Mazaros as well. Yaramir Yager quickly takes this. He shoots. He scores. Oh, it's early, but 
we are one play behind a playoff spot. And you know what? As much as I've been saying it's early, it's only November, that's good to hear, especially after the way things were. Let's go through these games real fast. By the way, that first clip was actually Kim, our Flyer fan on the show, saying the Devils will beat the Flyers. Yes. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, even if a little out of context. The um, Devils beat the Flyers 3 nothing. Marty mm-hmm. got a shutout. Um, Snyder was in net over the 2-1 loss in a shootout. I'm not blaming him for that one because, well, we don't win in shootouts ever. <laughs> um, New Jersey shut out Nashville 5 nothing. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> um, Yager, he reached 1,700 points, which is awesome. <laughs> Very awesome. And it was his 120th career game-winning goal, one behind Gordie Howe. Woo-hoo. So he's almost at another record. Um, Tavik Zajac scored his 100th career goal. <laughs> and Brodeur is up to shut out one, two, three. Woo-hoo. So there you go. Um, and and so more importantly, more importantly that we have to discuss. Go ahead. Um, Cam Jansen doubled. <laughs> <laughs> The goals in two, what, two nights, three nights? <laughs> yes, Cam Jansen. And I love, I love, um, who was that? Um, who did the call on? Who the hell was doing the call? Like, I'm, I'm throwing a phone. Call him Chico. Chico's call. <laughs> on the goal that cracked me up. You know what? What I'm listening to it. <laughs> but no, Cam Jansen. What? Cam Jansen and Ryan Carter. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Those are our stars. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll take it. I am not complaining. I am definitely not complaining whatsoever. It is one of the, it is an amazing, amazing turn of events. I, I have no complaints. <laughs> um, just, I wanted to see if I could find Cam Jansen. Apparently, he doesn't even have a, Wikip- a Wikipedia page. Oh no, there he does. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, career goals. He had not scored a goal. In, from this week since 2010. <laughs> <laughs> he had not scored a goal with the Devils since 2006. <laughs> 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 so there you go, people. Cam Jansen. <laughs> and ironically, he only had one in minor in the minors this year. Down <laughs> <laughs> in Albany, he only had one goal. He now has two in New Jersey. <laughs> Whatever those keep going. Exactly. So this week, the schedule gets a little harder. Yes. We play Los Angeles at home, and we play Pittsburgh back to back home games. Uh huh. That's a little difficult, don't you think? Yeah. So okay. Um, moving on. The Admirals obviously are winning right now. That's awesome news. And then hopefully, Sky will get back to us later with more updates from the game. But they had a rough road trip. Oh, we have a caller. Randomly have a caller. I don't know who this is, so here we go. Let's see who this is. Hello, caller 201. 201? Is this the Blake and Sal show? This is the Blake and Sal show. Who is this? Uh, this is Matt from Jersey. Oh, Matt from Jersey. How are you doing? Good, good, good. 
What can we do for I'm, you? I'm uh, listening to your podcast. It sounds like I'm only getting half your audio, though. Oh, half our audio? What's What are you hearing? Who are you hearing? I'm hearing Sal giggle once in a while, and that's pretty much it. Really? <laughs> that's odd. That's odd. Well, I tend to do that. Yeah. I'm checking my audio um, right now. I appreciate calling and letting us know. Yeah, no, not a problem. Checking it out for the first time. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Excellent. Yeah, we're working on that. This is our first live show, so we're working on all the bugs. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it's doing good. Doing good. Well, I'm. Uh, I should be a regular customer of yours. Oh, I um, I'm actually in the sports uh, industry. I travel with the right now golf, but we'll be getting into other sports, setting up uh, communications. So I can keep you posted and updated for uh, other things, and, and you know whatever you. Well, that's cool. You guys basically focus on NHL. Um, yeah, we do NHL, we do NFL, too. We're doing NFL talk a little while. Okay. And those are our main sports on this show. And I'm trying to fix this audio issue over here. Those are our main two sports that we cover. And um, I have a buddy who I have a feeling is going to be taking care of the um, some soccer coverage when he feels like it. <laughs> okay, yeah, right now we're, we're mostly covering golf. Well, you I don't know, know if you have any golf fans out there. Well, you never know. We, we, I think I fixed our audio issues, by the way. So if you if you can... Let me know. Eventually. I'll check it now, and I'll check it now, and I'll, I'll uh, chat you on on the interface and let you know what I hear. Awesome! Thank you very much for that. But yeah, anytime you can always yeah, call in and let us know anything. It's fine with us. We are wide open on conversation. Okay, uh, I tell you one thing. The one thing that really grinds my gears is kneeling the ball when there's two minutes left in the game. Oh, <laughs> you know I agree <laughs> with you. Please discuss that. I could agree with you on that. Actually, that is annoying. <laughs> Um, that happened to uh, yes, yeah. That happened to the um, Packers with Philly this past week, and I'm like, really? Come on! Yeah, no, I was watching that the Giants game. Two minutes left. I mean, not even before the whistle was even blown, the announcer was like, "Oh, two minutes left. This is the game. Good job." Blah 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 blah. It's like, no, there's two minutes left on the game clock. That means there's gameplay left to be played. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I understand if um they don't have any more timeouts left and whatnot, you know, but still. You got to play a couple more plays. Yes, I'm with you. I agree with you on that 100. percent So you're a Giants fan? Yep. Uh, no Cowboys. Oh, so Sal? <laughs> yes. Well, I, I actually know Sal from uh, a couple of years ago. I used to. I grew up with him. I went to school with him. Oh, wait, Garfield High School? Yeah, not the high school. Uh, middle school and grammar school. Oh, okay. Yeah, he moved away after that. Oh, that's cool. Okay. He yeah. left my life. <laughs> I deserted Sal and Garfield. Oh, well, I, <laughs> I, deserted, I deserted him, too. I came to Milwaukee. <laughs> 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 and it's only because of this show that we find each other again, really. <laughs> so, well, um, Matt, do you have a Twitter account that we can follow you on? or? I do have a Twitter um, just don't know what my handle is. It's been a while since I logged on to that. All right. Well, no problem. If you can find us, we're at Blake and Sal Show, and you can always just follow us there, and we can keep in touch with you that way. Perfect. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Cool. Thank you for calling. All Matt. right. Have a, have a good one. Not a problem. Bye. Thanks, Matt. Well, that was cool. <laughs> my friend, have, Matt. We actually ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that was a real listener that I had no clue was calling in. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> 
I fixed the audio issues, by the way. All right, excellent. Yeah, I had a, I had a, I had the wrong speaker list on over here. No big deal. All fixed. All fixed. So, live, ladies and gentlemen, yes. live. Like I said, we are getting the bugs out here. And as we go along, the bugs are getting out. And like I said, anyone else here with any more issues, just call us up. Let us know. I appreciate it. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the admirals. That's what we were. Um, the admirals. We have um, the admirals lost their three games on the road, <laughs> which is sad. They lost 7-4 to to Texas, 5-4 to to Texas, and then 3-2 to San Antonio in a shootout. Unacceptable. Yeah, Yeah, really unacceptable. Um, So that is that. Like I said, they are playing currently. And it's 1-0 Milwaukee, and I hope Scotty called us back in with another update sometime tonight. I had a feeling he was going to call me because I got a – a, a um, Texan that said it was one nothing already. I was like, awesome! <laughs> so, um, tonight, they are playing Grand Rapids. Um, then they're going to be hosting Chicago um, on Friday night. Then they go out to Iowa. And then they're back home to play Abbotsford. So, woohoo! Mm-hmm. Hopefully next week I have some highlights to play here. That's why there's no like music or anything for Admirals, because there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> Unfortunately, there was nothing to talk about. So, oh, by the way, for anyone that's listening to the show live, this will be up as a podcast tonight. So, if you missed anything in that first half hour that you just had trouble hearing, it'll be in the archives tonight. So, don't worry. Just so everybody knows that. So, all right, let's get into our next port. NFL, that happened this weekend. <laughs> and Sal, 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 how do we do with our picks for week 10? Oh, I'm slipping, man. <laughs> uh, you beat me. You beat me first. You were at 8 6, and I went state. And our totals? We are tied. 85. Oh. Six two. I don't know how that. Oh my god! The comeback, comeback, comeback. That's what that's called. Um. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened either. <laughs> Damn Dallas. Yeah. Well, I'll get to that in a second. First of all, um, Green Bay they lost to Philly twenty-seven to thirteen. Um. Ouch! First of all. <laughs> yeah. How does that happen? Uh, it's simple. We don't have a quarterback. <laughs> That's pretty simple, don't you think? I thought he was funny, though. Um, Tolzien played the game. I thought Tolzien did a good job, actually, in all seriousness. For a rookie that wasn't even supposed to start this game, he did a damn good job. Yeah. <laughs> um, What happened was, so what happened was, Rodgers obviously is out with his collarbone issues. Okay? And, so, and um, while, and, uh, Wallace, he was supposed to start. Well, he started all right, and he got hurt two plays into the game. <laughs> <laughs> so that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Tolzien came in. He did a good job. He almost. You know what? I give him credit where it's due. They had a touchdown taken away from them on replay. Uh, late. 
an obvious touchdown. Like, Nelson had the ball. He tucked it, and they said he lost control of the ball. But he never lost control of the ball. <laughs> so I was like, ah. And then, as we were just talking about with Matt, with dealing on the ball, freaking Philly, they had a nine-and-a-half-minute drive to close the game. <sighs> nine-and-a-half-minute drive. Meaning Green Bay's defense did nothing for nine-and-a-half minutes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, okay. Um, my Giants won again. <laughs> yeah. It's, the sky is... It is they, are, they have three straight wins. Um... Well, they barely won. I don't care. Win's win. I, I don't care. <laughs> I'm at that point. I am at that point now. I don't give a crap how we win games as long as we win. <laughs> so, 24 to 20 over Oakland. I'll take it. I'm not complaining. Uh, how about your Cowboys? Yeah, they lost. They lost? What was the score? Uh, what, what, what was that? What was that? <laughs> Was that 49? Four, oh, yes, 49 to 17. But you know what happened? <laughs> was Philly winning and the Cowboys losing? Um, The Giants are a game and a half out of first. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't even make that up. I really can't. <laughs> That's how sad the NFC East is. <sighs> if the Giants the NFC, I'm going to be it, well, it could happen. I know. That's the thing. That... The um, Eagles and the Cowboys are 5-5, five and five, and the Giants and the Redskins are 3-6. and six. And the Giants have the tiebreaker with Philly. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, of course, Dallas is next week. So, not this week, but the following week. <laughs> Giants-Cowboys are not okay, week 12, so... That's going to be a massive, massive game. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Um, speaking of which, week 11. Um, your Cowboy take the week off, finally. Thank God. Took them long enough to get to the bye week. Um, uh, St. Louis also takes the week off, and nobody cared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get on this. Indianapolis, 63, taking on Tennessee, 4-5. and five. I really about this. Because, uh, I lost my financial lead over you. Yes. <laughs> so what do you uh, got here? Give me. Uh, I mean, people feel free to help me out. What was that again? Uh, anyone they can free to call and help me out with here? Yes. Anybody that wants to call in and do picks with us, go ahead. Um, call on into the show. Anybody. Trust us, you can you can, you can definitely get your picks in here if you wish to. At um anytime at 414-882-8965. That's 414-882-8965. Excellent. <laughs> Alright, so now I'm old. What happened there? I'm gonna go That was weird. Yeah, that was I don't know what that was. But anyway, go ahead. Indianapolis, Tennessee. Go ahead. I'm gonna go in. Indy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Indy as well, just because it's the obvious one to go with here. Um, let's go with the Jets, who are 5-4. and four. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Taking on Buffalo, who's 3-7. and seven. That actually makes sense to me. 
<laughs> the Jets don't make sense to me. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you happen to see, um, who the hell was it? Who said that in the media? I can't think of his name right now. I'm drawing a blank on names today. Freaking, um, Jets, coach, help me. Fat guy, can't think of his name. Rex Ryan? Thank you. He went and said <laughs> at those, that there were stupid media people that thought the Jets were going to do bad this year. <laughs> Stupid media people. <laughs> you figure that one out. Anyway, Jet Buffalo, go ahead. I'll take the Jets. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Jets on this one just because I don't see. Uh, I, I just don't see it here. Um. Okay. Um. I just got an update on people listening to the show already. Um, Baltimore, four and five, taking on Chicago, five and four. Uh, let's stick with the away team here. Yeah. Go ball. Jeez, this is a tough one because without Jay Cutler, Chicago is not exactly a good team. Then again, they're not exactly a good team with Jay Cutler, but that's the point. Um, <laughs> that ain't the point. Um, no, it's all serious. I'm going to go with Chicago just because I have all a right. feeling. I just have a feeling about them. Cleveland, four and five, taking on Cincinnati, six and four. I want to go Cincinnati. Going to go Cincinnati, you said? Yeah. Damn, I want to go against you, but I can't. Oh, Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Washington, three and six, taking on Philly, five and five. Wow, this is a huge matchup. <laughs> this is a huge matchup. Wow. Uh, I'm going to say Washington. I'm going to go Washington and hope. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm going to hope. We're, all, we're both in the same boat here. <laughs> hope. <laughs> um, Detroit, 6-3, and three, taking on the half of Pittsburgh. See how they did 3-6? and six? <laughs> You know, I answered a lot better than I thought. And I'm going to stop. What was that? Um, you, were, you went out on that one. Uh, Detroit. Detroit? Uh, again, the Packer fan in me is saying, don't pick Detroit. <laughs> But I have to pick Detroit because Pittsburgh's not beating anybody. <laughs> Speaking of not beating anybody, <laughs> Atlanta two and seven taking on Tampa Bay one and eight. <laughs> Is this for the No, Jacksonville's in the next game. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh boy. Uh, I'll take Tampa. I'm going to go Atlanta. Just be different on this one. All right. No other reason, because this game sucks. Uh, <laughs> Arizona, 5-4. and four. Jacksonville, another team that decided to actually win a game last week. 1-8. and eight. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only team the only one to get. So. Arizona. Arizona? <sighs> Arizona. I can't. I can't be Jacksonville. I, I can't. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. Oakland three and six. What the hell happened to the league? Paul Houston two and seven. The hell's with these matchups? <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Uh, uh, you know what? Give the Raiders. Ah, uh, go with Houston again. This is one of those crap matchups that toss up anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't have my stuff queued up here, and I should have. I'm. I'm, I'm <laughs> 
I'm really not thinking today because I got a lot of stuff going on here. I'm going to say whale's vagina on this <laughs> one. Four and five. Taking on <laughs> Miami, also four and five. You know what? I will take whale's vagina on this one. <laughs> Give me San Diego. <laughs> Give me Miami. <laughs> All right. You never get against the whale's vagina. <laughs> Just saying, you never bet against the whales for <laughs> Wow, isolate that. <laughs> isolate that. Um... <laughs> okay, uh, okay, this is a matchup that's kind of like um, really dangerous in this house. Tip the on Sunday. This was the, this was the primetime game actually. They it got flexed out. Green Bay, five and four. The New York Giants, three and six. Do we know if Aaron Rodgers is coming back? At the moment, Aaron Rodgers will not be playing on Sunday. As of the Aaron Rodgers show yesterday, he is not playing on Sunday. Then I'll take the Giants. Yeah. It is Manning versus Tolzine on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the Giants have to take advantage of Aaron Rodgers not playing in this game. <laughs> if they don't, they should just quit for the season. Pretty much. They need to take advantage of this situation because this is the best opportunity you're going to have to beat Green Bay in the regular season. Um, yes, so give me the Giants. San Francisco. Now we're getting some good matchups here. San Francisco, 6-3, and three, taking on New Orleans at 7-2. and two. Ooh. I'm going to go with 49ers. Niners? Okay. Um, maybe New Orleans, because I think they could beat the Niners. That's going to be a great game, though. Yeah. If it wasn't head-to-head with the Giants and the Packers, that would be the game to watch. <laughs> um, Minnesota, they still play. They're 2-7 <laughs> with some quarterback. Against Seattle, 9-1. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks got to win that one. Now, here's the primetime game now for real. Kansas City, 9-0. Denver, 8-1. I'm kind of upset that Denver's got significant because it would be a really interesting game. Yes, it would have been interesting, but Indianapolis beat them, and I picked that. So, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) I called that one. (laughs) You did. You did. I have all your proof. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say Kansas City's going to lose their first game in the system. This is a tough one. This is such a tough game. This is their biggest test of the year. By far their biggest test of the year. Let me go Kansas City and see what happens. Ooh. Let's see what happens against Manning. You never know. <laughs> and finally, the Monday Night Football game. This is a good matchup as well. New England, 7-2, and two, taking on Carolina, 6-3. and three. I have a feeling is going to lose. This is a tough I'm going matchup. Carolina. This is a really tough matchup. I'm going to have to go... I hate going Tom Brady, but i got to go with New England. All right. And I think there's going to be a lot of craziness going on on Twitter during that game. <laughs> I don't know why I think Carolina is going to go for some reason. I, I can see the upset. I just... You know what I mean? It's one of those weird matchups. Yeah. So, all right. Well, on that note, let's take a break. A musical break. And uh, when we come back, we'll get into some wrestling. 
And um, for those that are listening at home, you can call us and talk some wrestling with us, of course. At I had the number up here. <laughs> you, think I have you think I have this by heart by now? At 414-882-8965. 414-882-8965. Phone lines are open. We'll be right back after this. This is uh, Spears, her second single. It's called Pew. It's very personal. Yeah, it's actually a nice song. It's actually very really low key for her. I like it. <laughs> There's going to be a slower, non-tasty version uh, as a track on the album. Well, like we said before we left, um, we are going to be getting into wrestling. And our analyst actually is not available at this moment. So we'll just get oh, right into yeah. things. Yeah, he's kind of unavailable at this moment. Doing grandfather duties. If you listen to the show, you understand that. Um, <laughs> so on that note, let's get right into things. If somebody calls for the nature boy, Rick Flair, to come on here and say a thing or two, you all deserve this. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Sorry about that. Got a cough right in the middle of that. Um, live radio, people. Live radio. Um, first of all, I-, I swear, three weeks ago, I said at the Bound for Glory, we are not talking to you today. We're looking for a couple of months. But every freaking week, they do something that can't be ignored. <laughs> So that being said, that is exactly what we're going to start tonight with. <laughs> Bully Ray, former world champion Bully Ray, um, Ray invaded the um, House of Hardcore show in Philly on Saturday night. Um, nobody knew he was there <laughs> at all, except for I think Devon. He's the only one who knew he was there. <laughs> right. 
And obviously Tommy Dreamer, because he attacked Tommy Dreamer and challenged him to a match at TNA's one-night-only pay-per-view taping in Poughkeepsie, New York, in December. The show is called Old School. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a false count anywhere in no qualification match. So, I, I take that for what it's worth. <laughs> okay. I don't watch one I only pay per views. Where am I going to start? There's only one I was interested in. It happened on WrestleMania weekend. I still haven't seen it. So, <laughs> let's move on to WWE. <laughs> so, Sal, uh, very light news week because they're overseas. But what happened? Uh, the I came out with was that uh, Cassius Arno, a.k.a. Chris Gurr, was released from contracted NXT. And he's uh, doing independent shows and challenging the PWG world champion Adam Cole. Yes, and also he's doing another, um, um, I hate review. This came down like right after we started the show. He's going to be doing an indie show this weekend on freaking I hate review. All right. That was fast. I have to admit. <laughs> Very, yeah. very fast with um, the news going on here, you know? So, anyway, I, obviously, we talked a couple of days ago, and you did not see Raw. I did not. And um, not a lot happened. <laughs> Again. This, here's the problem. They're in Manchester this week. And normally, I don't have a problem with Manchester shows. I think they're fantastic crowds. And it's different when it's two weeks after the WrestleMania. And you want to fill some time, and you do the Manchester shows. Right. Um, but it doesn't help when you do a Manchester show, and it's two weeks before Survivor Series. And in Manchester, you don't do anything. Right. You don't even announce any matches for your show. <laughs> And that really made me pissed off. They did not announce anything during the show except for the very last segment something cool happened. But like, to give me an example, Stephanie and Triple H took the week off. Rightfully so. They left Kane in charge. Woohoo! Kind of. Corporate he said team. he was in charge. He said he was in charge. Except um, Vicky Guerrero and Brian Maddox did not really care. <laughs> and um, they decided to help him run the show, and we ended up with three handicap matches on the show. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was Randy Orton taking on the Rose Brothers, <laughs> John Cena taking on the Real Americans, and the main event, which we'll get to in a minute, was actually a fantastic match. Um, So that happened. And the other thing that happened was... <laughs> And I can't make this one up. It was Los Matadors and El Torito and Santino Morella dressed with bullhorns. (laughs) (laughs) Taking on the Union Jacks. Now, who is Union Jacks, you ask, right? (laughs) Waiting for it. The Union Jacks are three and B dressed in clothes. They were wearing um, the um, the um, Eng- English flag as tights and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make that up if I wanted to. 
They're going to be on SmackDown also this week. And they're on main event right now, actually, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently they changed the gimmick for a week, and they got it all three shows. Figure that one out. (laughs) So, Curtis Axel defended the IT title against Dolph Ziggler and won, and nobody cared. (laughs) Randy Orton got showered with a Randy is boring chant, which I thought was pretty funny. (laughs) He is. Um... That happened. And also, uh, what was the other thing that happened? There was one other thing before we got to the main event segment, which was amazing. Um, oh, yeah. Paul Heyman, which I could not find the audio anywhere, which I really wanted the audio, but I couldn't find it. Paul Heyman cut a promo in the ring. Oh. In a wheelchair. With a cast <laughs> on his leg. <laughs> with a cast on his leg? A cast on his leg. And a cast on his arm. And a sling. <laughs> oh, please. Showing his injuries from hell in a cell. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. So he's interested in Hell in a Cell. And, um, Punk, well, then he, my first little favorite part was, he said that, um, he went, you know how he's called Ryback a big beautiful man like a month ago? Yeah. He's now a big dummy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> So there you go. Oh, and then CM Punk came down to beat the crap out of him with the kind of sack. <laughs> Just for fun. <laughs> and then his tag partner, Daniel Bryan, came down just because he wanted to. <laughs> oh, no, because they had a match. It was CM Punk and Daniel Bryan taking on the Shield in a three-on-two handicap match. This was fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah? Fan-freaking-tastic. Well, think about it. It was the Shield against Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. Yeah, it's true. So, CM Punk had... Dean Ambrose in the Anaconda of Ice. And then this happened. What's Ambrose gonna do? What? What's it? Oh my god! Oh no! The Wyatt family! Harper and Rowan inside! Bray Wyatt outside! And now Punk! This is not good. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan wisely rolling out of the way here. Oh, look at this. Cooler heads better prevail. These guys are going to fight over who gets to fight Punk and Bryan. Oh! Look at this! This thing's gonna explode. Let it blow! Between the Shield and the Wyatt family. Let it go! Let it go! Let it go! What a fight this is gonna be! Oh, they're not gonna fight. Oh, here they are! Harper! And Bowie! Going after the Shield! Oh my god! The Wyatt family! Oh my god, this is awesome! I love this! This is awesome! Look at this place! I love it! Harper and Rowan going after Ambrose and Rollins. <laughs> and see him pumping down your brain. Look at the other side. Look at the other side of the ring. Look at Wyatt Reigns. Wyatt and Reigns face to face. Hell has just broken loose. So, 
<laughs> um, the Wyatt and the Shield beat the crap out of each other for a couple minutes. <laughs> that was awesome to watch. Freaking amazing to watch. I was freaking out watching it. Um, and then they turned their attention back to CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, waiting on the outside, just watching this. <laughs> and um, they went after attack six on two. <laughs> wow. Well, the Rhodes and the Usos came down to help Punk and Bryan. <laughs> so you would think this is going to set up a six on six elimination match to Mary series, correct? You would think. It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into that in a second. SmackDown! Oh, we have an arm wrestling kind of between John Cena and Alberto Del Rio. I hope the title is on the line. title is not on the line. Uh, Monday is um, the go-home show for Survivor Series, so what a better time to do a gimmick. It's Raw Country in Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I love country music. Don't get me wrong, but what the hell? <laughs> uh, I think this is a... So, that is a gimmick for Monday night. I think it's dumb. Even as a country music fan, I think it's dumb. <laughs> and that's saying a lot. <laughs> so, what? that being said, apparently I thought I had the music here. <laughs> here it is. What a feeling I get when I throw up my fist on somebody bigger than life. 50 bottles of... I can't. Um, Survivor Series <laughs> is, um, what? Oh, the Union Jack actually won a match. Sorry, um, it's one week from Sunday. I totally got distracted by that. Um, and it's um, WWE Championship, Randy Orton taking on the big show. Yeah, that was the excitement everyone else had for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> World Heavyweight Championship, John Cena taking on Alberto Del Rio. About and they are... I thought the same reaction. And... Um, <laughs> The beard and the best, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk taking on the Wyatt family. Stupid. <laughs> okay. So. I'm just. That being said, we'll move on. We um for people new listeners, we um do a weekly top five list here on the show. We uh, have a topic and we do something pretty cool every week. And this week we're going to be doing our top five dream matches. And this can be WWE versus TNA, TNA versus ECW, WCW versus TNA. Doesn't make a difference. If it didn't happen, it counts. So if you would like to chime in with your dream match and you're listening to the show live, 414-882-8965 or tweet us at Blake and Sal Show. That is 414-882-8965. <laughs> I love the ECW team, I really do. So, I just really wanted a reason to play the ECW team tonight. I never have a reason to play that song. <laughs> so, Once again. Alright, so, I had some fun with this list, actually. <laughs> I really did have some fun with this. And I think there's only, like, two matches that might possibly actually happen. <laughs> so, yeah, mine was uh, pretty much... Uh, quote-unquote fantasy. 
Yeah, three of my matches here are definitely fantasy matches. That would never happen. So, all right, go ahead. Start it off, Sal. Number five. All right, my number five dream match would be um, Mr. Perfect versus Dolph Ziggler. Ooh, that's interesting. That actually would be really good. I think they're very, very similar, and uh, I they probably would have put out a really good match. Yeah, I could agree with you on that, because Dolph pretty much wrestles like Kurt Henning as it is now. Right. He, he, he wrestles more like Kurt Henning than his actual son does. <laughs> Bird. So... Um, my number five matchup is actually a combination of I want to I would love to see these two men in their prime. One of them is in his prime now. One was in his prime at ECW. Cut promos against each other and have a match. And that's Bray Wyatt of the Wyatt family versus Raven. <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting one, actually. That's intriguing. It was it, it came to my mind. I'm like, I'd love to see the two of them cut promos against each other. <laughs> The cult leaders against each other. That would be fun. That would be intriguing. So, all right. Um, number four, go ahead. My number four, uh, which I thought about, and I wasn't sure if it actually happened, and apparently it didn't happen, and uh, that would be Hulk Hogan versus John Cena, the two franchises of the WWE. It never happened. It could happen, but it never did. <laughs> They had it thought it was on the, apparently on the table for WrestleMania 25. Oh, okay. And then obviously it never happened. <laughs> so, yes, that could have happened, but it and luckily it didn't happen because everyone remembers WrestleMania 25 for um, Shawn Michaels versus Taker. So, <laughs> but yeah, that would be intriguing actually, though. The Omega, especially because they're both, if you take Hogan, especially in his prime as Kid Star, taking on John Cena as the Kid Star. Yeah. That could be really interesting, actually. So, um, the funny part is he was actually a better wrestler. My <laughs> <laughs> um, number four is a Divas match. Okay. And it's more for gimmick, more than anything else. <laughs> is it a brawn panties match? No. It's two psychopath characters facing off each other, and Mickey James and AJ Lee. I'm talking about the Mickey James of WrestleMania 22. <laughs> the stalker, <laughs> that the true strategy is stalker. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see. <laughs> so, that, I think that would be fun. And I, if, if Mickey James comes to WWE, I want to see that match. Yep. <laughs> I don't want to see AJ lose, but I want to see that match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, hey, go ahead. Uh, my number three, which, um, I don't know, there have been rumors that this is a possibility of a match, uh, and that would be Stone Cold Steve Austin versus CM Punk. Hey, that's on my list, too. <laughs> I've been hearing rumors about that match at WrestleMania 30 as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe think about it, and I would definitely like to see that happen. I'm hearing a lot of things at WrestleMania 30 now. I'm actually hearing Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk at WrestleMania 30 now. Interesting. <laughs> so, well, but yeah, I, I, I'll talk more about that match in a second myself. But yeah, that would be a fantastic. Especially if they let Punk go back to being a heel just for the day, pretty much. Right. be the Straight Edge Society CM Punk. Yes. That would be fucking fantastic. You know? That would be. I totally agree with you on that, 100%. So... Um, my number three is a tag team match. Um, it is the Motor City Machine Guns 
taking on Edge and Christian. Yeah. Yes. I, it's just one of those intriguing matchups that obviously can never happen because Edge is retired. Right. But it would be fun. <laughs> and for those who don't know, um, Saban and Al- Chris Saban and Alex Shelley are the Motor City Machine Guns, for those who don't know who they are. Yes. I think if you have them against Edge and Christian in their prime, yeah. you got a five-star. Before all the ladder matches, it's completely destroyed Edge's neck. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so, fun. All right. Um, go for it. Number two. Right, number two, uh, it would be the Battle of the Giants, and that would be Andre the Giant and the Big Show. You know, I was thinking about that. I was going to write it down, and then it changed my mind at the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like, almost cliche, but it's, it's intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and ironically, Big Show's a better athlete. <laughs> yeah. That's the irony of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Big Show's a better athlete than Andre ever was. I mean, those pe- people don't realize how freaking awesome Big Show truly is in the ring. Maybe he's not as much now as he used to be. But, like, right. watch some older Big Show matches on his DVD. They're fantastic. Yeah, he's very athletic. For a big guy. He doesn't do it anymore like he used to. Yeah. Well, my number two is your number three. Nice. Stone Cold versus CM Punk. I was kind of booking my five matches like I was booking a card. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where I was going in order of what I think the main events would be. And this yeah. is my co-main event for my show. <laughs> Interesting. I think it would freaking awesome. You know? Yeah. Just because I think Punk being Punk and Awesome just being him. I think the two of them would be freaking great. And if anyone's going to make a great match out of Austin again, it would be Punk. Yeah. You know? Because, again, he hasn't wrestled a match since, what, WrestleMania 19? It was a long time ago. Yeah, he last match was against The Rock at WrestleMania 19. That's a long, long time ago. And the funny part is, he's in fantastic shape. Yeah. <laughs> so hope, I'm hoping one day we see this match. But for now, it's on our list. So, Zell, I want to see if you went with the obvious one and the one I just sort of pop up on Twitter. <laughs> Go um, for it. My number one is, uh, it was a rumored match... Oh, geez, I can't remember. Was it WrestleMania 27 or 28? Or both. There was a promo picture that was photoshopped of this match that looked freaking awesome. And that would be my all-time favorite, Sting versus The Undertaker with the streak on the line. Oh, my God. You know, I had this written down. and I'm like, I don't want to see this match anymore. (laughs) I don't want to see it anymore. I think as years go on, I want to see it more. I know, I know. I just I, my whole logic, and people are talking about this now. Like maybe he's leaving TNA soon. His contract is expiring. He comes up to me, and I'm like, "But do you really want to wait to take your match on Sting?" I'm just like, "Taker doesn't have many matches left." Like, Sting doesn't have many matches left either. Yeah, at least they, at least Taker can still wrestle though. Uh, okay. Um, I've seen I've seen Sting wrestle. It's not really wrestling. It's rolling around with a T-shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do more than that when I'm wrestling around the room with CJ. <laughs> so my number one match. This is a straight up fantasy matchup that I would put on WWE for 2K14. <laughs> okay. And I use this man's nickname that does not mention WWE TV anymore. Because just because of the gimmick. <laughs> okay. 
And um, the other guy here, you got to put him in his prime. Well, actually, no, you put him in his prime. Put him at where he was at WrestleMania 26. <laughs> it is the American Dragon, Daniel Bryan. Or Bryan uh-huh. Danielson, however you want to put it. Taking on Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. That would be an awesome match. <laughs> that would be freaking amazing, especially because I think Daniel Bryan has said that he took a lot of his stuff from Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> That would be an awesome match. That was the first thing that popped into my mind when I thought of this. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, that would be my main event. The dragon versus the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Just something you don't ever see, you know? Yeah. So, okay. Um, I guess honorable mentions. Go for it. Honorable mentions. I have five. I would consider this to be my ten to six. Yeah, I only have two, so go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, Austin versus Hogan. Okay. That almost happened too, actually. That almost happened. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Daniel Bryan. Mm. Okay. That would be fun. That would be fun. You're right. That would be really fun. Uh, my only Divas match. Well, Divas, if you want to call them Divas. Uh, Karma versus China. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> it would be fun. Uh, AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Ooh, especially Rey in his prime. Yeah. Oh, that's just like, wow. <laughs> and in a triple threat uh, nine-man tag, I oh guess. God. I don't know how you want to call this. <laughs> okay. uh, the original NWO, Hogan Nation Hall versus The Shield versus uh, DX, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and X-Pac. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a crazy one. I, I have one serious match, and then I have a goofy match, just because, I, because it's funny. <laughs> My is serious it, one is um, Beer Money, Robert Roode and James Storm taking on JBL and, and, and Ron Simmons. Nice. That pretty much it's the exact same gimmick in both tag matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the exact same gimmick. And just because it's goofy and I really wanted to write it down, <laughs> NWO, Nash Hole, and Hogan taking on the BWO. <laughs> Stevie, the blue guy, and Nova. <laughs> For no other reason than it'd just be funny. <laughs> I should uh, I should tweet the blue meanie because he follows me. <laughs> oh, he does? He follows you. How nice. Tell me mention yeah. him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, that was fun. I, this is one of those things I popped into my head and wrote it down at the joke, and I'm like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> Why not? I thought the NWO versus the BWO versus the LWO. Oh, my God, the LWO. I forgot about the LWO. <laughs> How did I forget about the LWO? <laughs> oh my god. The only tweet I got was actually Taker versus Sting, so there you go. Oh, from who? So, alright, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. We'll get into entertainment. Sound good? Yep. Before we continue, Sal. We should quickly tell everyone, especially with the holiday season right around the corner, if you're shopping online, which most people I know do, they should at least help support the show as well, right? I totally agree. And simply all they have to do is go to blakeandsal.blogspot.com and click on the Amazon link at the top of the page. Then you just bookmark it and you just go ahead and start shopping. You really don't have to do anything extra. All you have to do is go through that link. 
shop normally, and a small percentage will go to help out the show. Yes, you can also do the same if you're an um, audiobook reader, which we also have an audible link on the page as well. This is the easiest way to help the show grow and show your support and help us out. Yes, so do it! Show was debuted Adam Lambert on the show. Oh, was that that hashtag? Yeah, I, I, that, we're not talking about that now. I took that off the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're not even going to acknowledge that. So let's move on to <laughs> some news. Um, <laughs> a lot of geek news, actually, this week. Yes. Um, first of all, Star Wars Episode Seven was announced to come out on December 18th, 2015. It's going to be epic. I'm going to need a freaking calendar (laughs) (laughs) to mark down every single movie that comes out in 2015. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's a lot of them. And a lot of them that I want to see. (laughs) I'm going to be saving money just to see movies in 2015. (laughs) Start saving now. Pretty much. There's only one movie in 2014 I want to see, so it's all good. <laughs> um, and that would be Captain America. <laughs> yes. But speaking of Captain America, Thor came out this past weekend, and it made eighty-six point one million opening weekend. <laughs> and that's pretty impressive, judging how it's almost doubled what the first movie made. Yeah. Um, you can think it's shirtless at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, that that happened. Um, I'm not gonna. <laughs> okay, for people listening. I know the ending of Dark World. I'm not going to give it away on the show. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it, people. But I'll admit, when I saw it, it shocked me. <laughs> yeah, don't tell me. It was, yes, it was definitely shocking. I didn't expect it. <laughs> but I'm very... And, and also, it's there's two closing credit sequences. Yes, I heard that. Just want to let you know that's how there are two. So speaking of Marvel... Speaking of Marvel, did you hear about the Netflix deal? Yes, I did. Well, let's get into the Netflix deal. Netflix and Disney and Marvel, obviously, partnered yes. together for four, four superhero series. It'll be 13 episode series. Based on Daredevil, Jessica Jones, The Iron Fist, and Luke Cage. And, um,. There'll be 13 episode series that are going to post it on Netflix. And then, it's all be in 2015, by the way. Shocking. And, then, <laughs> and then, that's right. I want a story that's not 2015. Uh, 
but um, shocking, I know. They will, and um, then it will lead to a miniseries called The Defenders, which will also be coming out 2015. <laughs> so that is that. So 2015 is a big year. 2015 is going to be a huge year for everything when it comes to entertainment and for movies in general, I think. And for Disney. And for Disney and for Marvel and for geeks. <laughs> in reality. And for us. Yes. And for geeks in general. So that, that being said, let's actually get one of our analysts actually on the show today. Since I think we only had one actually be on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's really annoying. Oh, it's gone now. It's gone now. Oh, there we go. All right, it's gone now. All right, no big deal. Probably because I unplugged the. Um, probably because I unplugged the headphones. Nobody did. <laughs> so, all right, can you hear me now? Yes. Cool. The final news story came out this morning, and uh, it announced a um, release date for Fifty Shades of Grey. And I, I'll admit, this is the smartest release date ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be coming out the day before Valentine's Day 2015 2015 it's always 2015 um, honey your thoughts on this one because I know you're looking forward to the movie at least there's a fucking movie I'd like to see in 2015 <laughs> <laughs> literally a fucking movie oh, oh I see what you did there yeah 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 ah ah <laughs> so let's move on and get into some um, cunt, I, I call this country music talk because there's a couple yes. things going on here she said I'm going out with my girlfriends <laughs> margarita is at the holiday inn you guys are assholes. Nobody knows why I'm laughing. Nobody even knows why I'm laughing. I just want to say you guys are assholes. Both of you. This is Joe Nichols. Joe Nichols. Whose idea was this? Oh, that's such an asshole. You're such an asshole. I don't know what happens when she drinks Patron. It was Jose Corvo. It wasn't even Patron. The song is wrong. So anyway. Hey, wait, that was an excellent song choice you got there. Hey, don't blame it was your idea. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was your idea. Anyway, um, Country Weekly. Don't try to that shit on me. Get out of here. Country Weekly. Country Weekly this week released. Um, honestly, about a month ago, they had their vote for the sexiest man in country music. Luke Bryan. And then they have the top ten come out this week's issue. Luke Bryan. And I will <laughs> read the top ten for us, and we'll get reactions. How's that sound? Luke Bryan. <laughs> He's on the list. Tequila. 
What'd you say? Tequila. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila's not the list either. All right, number ten, Keith Urban. Meh. Sal Comet. Meh. He's too little and too girly. Nicole Kidman is manlier than him. <laughs> number nine, Trace Atkins. If mom listens to this, she'd kill me, so I'll just say, okay. Um, okay. Number eight, Blake Shelton. <laughs> Love him. Yes. I want to know who voted on this, by the way. As I read this. Number seven, Alan Jackson. Really? What the fuck? This is in 1983. This is a fan vote. <laughs> Legit fan vote. Oh, yuck. Apparently some old nasty biddies are fucking voting on this. Number six, Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam. <laughs> what? They fucking beat Blake Shelton? Ooh, you're gonna be pissed in a second. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Number five. Don't you, Ryan. you guys are all fuckers. All of you are just so dumb. Maybe I, you guys need some tequila. I voted for the Brian, so don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Scotty McCreary. What? What? <laughs> Is he even old enough to be considered sexy? <laughs> Number three, Toby Keith. Oh. Yeah, I think wait, wait, wait. Who voted for these people? This was the readers of Country Weekly magazine. Well, they need to get some new readers that aren't hillbillies <laughs> living in a fucking Walmart parking lot. <laughs> I read every week. I'm talking about like I said, hillbillies <laughs> who live in a fucking Walmart oh, parking lot. You got a point. <laughs> you got a point. Number two, Chris Young. Oh, yeah, he's cute. Number okay. Two, right. he, he's not cuter than Luke Bryan. And number one, Gary Allen. Come the fuck on. I just read the list. <laughs> can we can we discuss that like the majority of this list is over like my dad's age and I can't consider them <laughs> sexy and then the other one is younger than my brother so I can't consider him sexy either and that leaves us with um Luke Bryan. <laughs> Who the hell voted for Dwight Yoakam? That's what I want to know. <laughs> There's enough votes to get into the top ten. <laughs> Dwight fucking Yoakam, are you serious? I- like I said, I just read the list. I don't make them. Oh my god, there are so many hot guys in country music, and that's... Really? That's the top ten. I can't make it up. Next week... That's hardly disappointing. Next week, the women's list will be out. Who the hell's gonna be number one? Dolly Parton's left hit? <laughs> <laughs> I voted for Kelly Clarkson, so don't look at me. Okay, well, let's be serious. She's not going because she's, oh, no not, she's not really country. Carrie will probably win, but... but <laughs> Trust me, I wanted you guys to react to this list, but I read it. I'm like, you two are going to be pissed when you hear this list. <laughs> Number five? And Scotty McCreary? I really don't think he's old enough to be considered sexy. Maybe like 22? It doesn't fucking matter. He looks like he's 12. It's as old as, he's close to the age of one of my best friends. <laughs> Dwight fucking Yoakum. <laughs> thank you, Sal. Thank you very much for getting me out of that one. <laughs> But you know what? I'm going to tweet that live right now. Dwight fucking, hashtag Dwight fucking Yoakum. Go right ahead, do it. I don't understand how he... <laughs> I'll retweet that in the link and sound so Okay. Oh, okay, sorry. How is Jason Aldean not on this list? Besides, the fact, besides the fact that he's a cheating, stupid motherfucker, but still, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking, how did he suddenly not make this list, too? I was wondering the Jason same thing. At least ten, at least Eric number. Church. Those are the um, guys I expected to see on this list. Fucking Kenny Chesney, even though he disgusts me, is still better than fucking Dwight... Wait, what is it? Dwight fucking Yoakum? Dwight fucking Yoakum. What about uh, Zach Brown? Hello. <laughs> 
Well, see, that's the problem. He'd be two numbers, one for him and one for his beard. Yeah, hello. <laughs> oh. So, that being said, you know, I think his beard is sexier than Dwight fucking Yoakum. I, I think his left toe is fucking sexier than Dwight Yoakum. Let's be serious here. And then what about, like, Lee Bryce and Dustin Moore and there's a whole bunch of other fucking guys who have, like, one single out, but they're still sexier than Dwight fucking Yoakum. Anyone listening and wants to chime into this conversation, 414-882-8965. Tweet the show at Blake and Sal Show. <laughs> And you, right, can speak, you can speak with Olga. <laughs> <laughs> that might be one of the funniest things. We actually had a real caller earlier, by the way. Hi, oh. Matt from New Jersey. By the way, he's still listening. <laughs> Did either of you know him? Sal knew him from high school, oh. but he's like, kind of talking yeah. in a couple of years. Oh, okay. My friend Dave is listening, too. Oh, hi, Dave. <laughs> Apparently, my dad is following us on Twitter now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Gerald A. Riley, right there. Uh, can we also get Dwight fucking Yoakum to trend on Twitter? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, we could retweet that and just put it up on the Blake and Sound Twitter. <laughs> See, you can you can have hashtag Dwight fucking Yoakum. I'll hashtag fucking Luke Bryan, and that can be taken more than one way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving on, and I just got a message from Angel from um, the Angel Ballister. Oh, Angel, hi. He just said, you guys are a riot. <laughs> Yes, we are. Thank you, Angel. <laughs> me that. You guys are a riot. <laughs> Angel is uh, a friend of mine, and he is a Devil season ticket holder. So oh, no, I actually know him from the Devil mailing list from the old days. Yeah. So I actually remember him from the old days on the Devil mailing list. So there you go. Let's be serious. The show was just okay, and then I came on, and then it became better. Just saying. Let's move on. Uh, actually, the show was good when Olga was on. <laughs> Olga for president. Let's make that trend. Olga for prize. <laughs> All right, well, I'm tweeting that. Oh, man, you already did. I already did. You can just retweet it. Olga for prize. Okay. Olga for prize. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Olga for prize. If I could find that tweet, I'd want to find it now. I have it, right? Let me use your Twitter. By the way, Olga talked to me. You guys talked her off of smoking, and she very much appreciates that. Apparently, Jessica just retweeted Dwight fucking Yoakum. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna retweet that shit too. Jess just retweeted it. Jess, call. She wants to call. Call. Jess. Call uh, us. You and I never get to talk. Let's just chat about life. <laughs> and Dwight fucking Yoakum. Yes. And fucking Luke Bryan. <laughs> and fucking. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me do that too. Yes. Hashtag. I will retweet that every day for the rest of my life. I'm just telling you that right now. All right. Anyone wants to call in? Four four eight eight two eight nine six five. While they're tweeting out random fucking things about country music stars. <laughs> um, by the way, the uh, the Griffins just tied the Iron Bowl game. Anyone that's wondering about that. The um, Moving on, let's get into the CMA Awards. On a warm summer's eve On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep at the window at the darkness to boredom overtook us and he began to speak you got to know Awesome. So the entire 
entire arena was singing. Neither country, actual country singer, not no fans. Fans. To Nowhere to walk so. away. And no end to run. Now, do you have any of the hooks? Oh, we have a phone call. We have a phone call. Hello, you are on the Blake and Sal Show. Hi. Oh, hi. Jess. Jess is here. Oh, hey. Hey, Jess. How you doing? All right. How are you? Not bad at all. How are things, how are things by you? Lovely. We were just talking about Walking fucking with Brian. Um, Sal was here. Yeah, you? I heard. I, believe me, I heard. I heard it all. <laughs> are you been listening to the whole show? Yeah, I just figured I'd let you guys go a little bit before I called. It's fine. It's all good. We've been here all night long. It's been a fun night. Okay. There's Sal. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. I'm not sure what happened there. <laughs> Seems like every time somebody calls it, I get booted. Not, by, not on purpose. I'm still trying to figure out the kinks over You here. didn't get booted when <laughs> Olga, Olga called. Yeah, you did. Oh, he, he did? did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I got really... That's true. <laughs> I don't know what Jess is on here. for me to call in because I got tired of listening, listening to the silence. Well, I just realized that... Like, um, my iPad kept buffering the show. I'm like, <laughs> well, good Jess is here, and I just realized I don't have, I have her music Hello? set up. I've never have Jess's music set up. And nor do I have the sound up. <laughs> Boy, I'm doing great tonight with this stuff. Fail. And I, and I, and I, and I saw I'm doing so great with this stuff. <laughs> oh my, the profanity. Now it now does the first thing on the show. Like I'm steroid and you get out the way. See, that was a south one. <laughs> So, all right. Um, so, hi, Jess. How are things by you? Oh, hi. I think we've established all been, of this. Have you been enjoying the yeah, show? Yeah, we've been there, done that already. Have you been enjoying the show? Um, I just tuned in not that long ago. I just got in. Oh, okay. Well, we're in the, no. middle, of, um, we're in the middle of country music talk right now, actually. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I heard. I really can't say much about it because I don't really listen to that much of it. But, you know, when I have something to say, I'll chime in. Okay. <laughs> well, we're getting into the CMA Awards, and, um, honey, you, we were watching the opening segment, the opening part of the show, and, uh, with Carrie and Brad Paisley, and, um, we were wondering what the hell they were going to open the show with, am I right? Um, yeah, wait, are we just bypassing the opening where Blue Brian sh- shook his ass? I'll get that in a second. I just wanted to get to this one clip I have. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he might as well have. <laughs> Wait. We can talk about it. Go. Opening of the show. How the show open? Um, he's saying his song that even though I hate it, I I like it because it's him. And then he sang with Florida Georgia Line, and then they all shook their asses together, and it brought me back to July third of this year, and I wish I was there. The end. There you go. Well then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is this, this is how the show opens, and then right after that, Carrie and Brack open the show. And um, if anyone that's watched the CMA or in the past, the two of them have actually been really, really funny together. And we've always joked, if we see Brad with a guitar, we get scared. <laughs> <laughs> because when you get Brad with a guitar, this kind of stuff happens. Welcome to the 47th annual CMA Awards. Stop. You stop it. You stop it. You stop. Don't you touch me. Don't stop. look at me. Stop. 
As you can see, Brad and I are feuding. Even in country music, it seems that feuding is all the rage. Feuding, feuding, feuding. Everywhere you look, feuding. So before Carrie and I go any further, we must ask you all a very pressing question. Why can't we be friends? 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 Luke Bryan and Zach Brown, nobody cares. You both make great records and you're both millionaires. Why can't we be friends? 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 Um, at that moment, actually, um, Luke Bryan went up to Zach Brown and gave him a hug and gave him a kiss in the head. <laughs> Lucky bearded bastard. Fuck? Stupid bearded bastard getting kissed by Luke Bryan. Yeah. Disgusted. <laughs> and after that, Luke Bryan needed to floss all of his beard hair out of his teeth. It travels. That's why he went up to the head, out the face, because it was too a beard hair. Oh, just shut I was up. With you. I was going with you. So, anyway, let's get to some awards here. And I'm not even going to say how me and Manny did because we didn't do that good and it didn't make a difference. Um, <laughs> music video of the year. I did about as well as the Giants started the year. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Uh, It'll end this week. Don't worry. The Tolzini quarterback? Really? <laughs> I'm not saying anything because your quarterback's a joke in himself. <laughs> That's Tony Romo. Hey, hey! <laughs> Leave me out of this one. Um, no. Hey, hey! A, a, Tony Rome was attractive, and B, I go back to the meme where they compared quarterbacks to Muppets, and they couldn't find one that was as ugly as Eli Manning. So, the end. <laughs> Every time you whine, a baby cries, and they lose their hero. <laughs> well, they only lose their hero if their hero is Eli Manning. Oh. Anyway, I'm video. sorry. Are we still on country music or like no? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dan. Music video of the year <laughs> with the Tim McGraw, Taylor Swift, and Keith Urban. Highway don't care. Yeah, neither Man. do I. <laughs> and they also won. Man, don't care. And also they won music musical event of the year. Man. Yeah, whatever. They shouldn't have won that one. The end. Who should have won, honey? Anyone but them? Yeah. Who, who'd you pick? I love how you put the end at everything. <laughs> the end. The end. Um, seriously, anyone but them should have won that award. Okay. I don't care if Dwight Yoakam and, and fucking <laughs> Alan Jackson would have won for picking their asses. It would have been better than that. <laughs> the CMAs are re-airing November 15th. Stay tuned. There you go. November 15th. You can watch this. Song of the Year. Went to you actually called this one, Lee Bryce. I drive your truck. Yes. Um, yeah. He won. Yeah, he won. The end. <laughs> Sal, thoughts. The end. I like that song. You like that song? Yeah. So, see, if anyone heard the show two weeks ago, the Halloween show, you could hear um Mandy went on and like we you took about forty five minutes out and did the entire break by break by break um preview of the award show, which was really awesome. And so I want to hear that. You can listen to that. It was the highlight of my week, which equals hashtag my life sucks. <laughs> All right, single of the year. Um, uh, the, exciting. <laughs> went the Florida Georgia Line cruise. 
That was the most <laughs> obvious award of the night, I think. Oh, MPS, if you watch the beginning where they sing Cruise and Taylor Swift is up singing, I wanted to choke a bitch. Yes. She would do that all night. It was just annoying. It was getting really fucking annoying. Well, she caught I choke her anyway. I don't like her. Exactly. And she won the pinnacle award. The pinnacle award, which for what? It's sucking enough dick? Like, let's be serious here. <laughs> no, writing enough songs about the dick you suck. Stop there it. it. Ah, touche, touche. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I just don't think Taylor's this country anymore. But that's yeah. <laughs> she doesn't deserve to be on this show. It's almost like they were praising her all night, which made no sense to me. <laughs> so, album of the year went to Blake Shelton. Based on a true story, honey, mm-hmm. thoughts? Yay, Blake Shelton? What was that? <laughs> um, Sal, your thoughts? Yay. Yay. Sal? <laughs> 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 like fighting sleep. <laughs> Yay. Group of the year went to Little Big Town, which did surprise me, actually. To be honest with you. Meh. Meh. Um... New Earth of the Year did not go to Florida Georgia Line. Meh. Even though we were yelling about this all night. Casey Musgraves won. Who? Casey oh. Musgraves. Who? Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Who? Meh. <laughs> Florida Georgia Line won Duo of the Year. Woohoo! Um, Miranda and Blake won again. The power couple, female and male vocalist Whoa. of the year. They're my Ken and and then, um, I'm going to let Mandy have the floor on this one. Uh, Entertainer of the Year went to George Strait. Honey, go ahead. Bent. Just go for it. Why? I get it. Old Fart is retiring, and he played a bunch of bingo halls last year. Like, whoopity shit. Like, nobody gives a flying fuck about him anymore. The end. George. George fucking straight. Yes, George fucking straight. He needs to go <laughs> on an old folks cruise with Dwight fucking Yoakum. And two of them should just drown. The oh, end. I. <laughs> I seriously, anyone could have won besides him and Taylor Swift and I would have been happy. <laughs> no, it's because he got sick this year. Wait, what? He got sick this year, didn't he? Was that George straight? Yeah, something happened to him this year. He had, like, a stroke or something. I don't know. Some shit Oh, no, no, no. Happened. That was Randy Travis. That was Randy Travis. Oh, wrong guy. See? Wrong old fart. <laughs> well, might as well have. <laughs> well, Randy Travis can go on the cruise with them. <laughs> might as well have been him. <laughs> so, that's that. Um, any other, anything else you want to bring up before we get done here? Because we're almost done with our stuff here. Um, honey, anything? No. Sal, got anything else over there? Um, God is good. That is all. (laughs) Preach. (laughs) Um, Jess, do you have anything you want to chime in with? George Street's not famous Harvey. Thank you for listening to the show. Greatly appreciate it. Welcome. 
Alright, Sal, let's wrap things up here. <laughs> you can follow the show on Facebook, Tumblr, and on Twitter at Blake and Sal Show, Blake at Riley2106, Sal at Icon underscore 44. Subscribe, rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, and learn more about the show and all the music played during it over at BlakeandSal.blogspot.com. Thank you to everyone that called in tonight. Including Olga. It's Olga. <laughs> Olga for calling in. Matt from New Jersey. Angel for checking in with us. Jess for calling in. Scotty calling in from the Admiral game. <laughs> Did he call in again? No, he didn't call in because he's tied one and he's going to fall through the next goal. You, sir, are a punk. And um, thank you to Mandy for coming on the show. You're so, welcome. We'll um, have to do another live show down the road again after we get past the holiday, Sal. Right? That what you do? Sal? Oh, wait. Oh, Sal, are you there? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Actually, uh, we actually might have to stop the end of the show here for a second. Okay. We might have to stop the end of the show here for a second. We have an analyst that popped up on the, on the Skype line. Oh, okay. One of our analysts has popped up on the Skype line. We might want to check in with him for a minute. Oh, no. Just to say hi. Oh, no. <laughs> what do you say, Sal? You have time for this? Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, let's do that. Platino I am now the pepperoni prophet. Wherever the pepperoni lands, that's where the miracle happens. Please, touch your computer screen. Your iPhone or your iPod. Somebody heal. Ready? On three. One, two, three. Heal! And the miracles happen. Hi, Daddy. We really thought we were going to go the whole show without you. Welcome back to the show, Dad. Hey there. Yeah. Hi, Daddy. Hi. Hi. Just took me a little long. I just kind of, I just kind of made it, so. It's all good. You just made it under the wire. We just actually were about to wrap up before you come on. We figured we'd get you on for a minute. Did he give you a lot of trouble or no? A little bit, but uh, uh, eventually he he fell asleep. Thank you. Hey, we have a question for you. Go for it. Okay. What's your thoughts on Dwight Yoakam? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Uh, That's a blast from the past. And and here's and here's my other question. Do you think that Dwight Yoakam is sexier than Luke Bryan? <laughs> um, I'm not going to answer that on the grounds that I have no uh, expertise in that area. Because the reason we're asking, the reason we're asking, is because we were talking about the top ten sexiest men in country music, voted by Country Weekly um, um, readers. And Dwight Yoakam came in at number six, right above Luke Bryan at number five. And number four was Scotty McCreary. Okay, was number one still Tim McGraw? No, it was Gary Allen. That's another one that's not on the list that should have been. No, he's not on this list at all. 
<laughs> well, is Toby or where's Toby or Trace on it? Yes, they're both on here. Toby the number three, Trace the number nine. Tell mom her voting worked. <laughs> okay, so um, was Mark Wills on it? Nope. Dad, I'm sorry, Mark well, Wills hasn't been relevant for like ten years. I love. But to me, I love me but, some Mark Wills. But, don't okay, get me wrong. Listen, okay, okay, you hear me out. But to me. If you have to line up Dwight Yoakam, Luke Bryan, Trace, and Toby, I think you'd have to put Mark Wills third because I think he's better looking than Come Dwight on. and and Luke Bryan. Did he just say that Mark Wills is better looking than Luke Bryan? Is it too late to emancipate myself? <laughs> <laughs> to yes, you're past now. the limit of ex- expectation. Um... Ask your wife, Luke Bryan, or Mark Wills, and see what she says. Right now. Go ask her right now. We'll wait. Luke Bryan or Mark Wills? <laughs> this is live radio, people. <laughs> okay. Your mother has basically did an end around, and she has said, Trace Kenny Jackson. Chesney. <laughs> wait, who? <laughs> Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney? <laughs> what? <laughs> No, actually, it was Luke Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Was. No shit, because I know A, hot guys, and B, my mom. <laughs> okay, now, okay, now here's, here's this. What's the fascination with Kenny Chesney and Brad Paisley? Oh, Brad Paisley's hot, and any man that can play guitar, any man that can play guitar like that means he's he got good hands. No, Did he make, make the list? list. No. no, but Dwight yeah, Yoakam did. Yeah, but Dwight Yoakam did. <laughs> well, Excuse next me, year, Dwight fucking Yoakam. Yes. Sorry. Hashtag Dwight fucking Yoakam. Make it happen, peeps. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then, then, then next year, what we what happened is Vince Gill will be back in the top ten. What's with Vince Gill all of a sudden? Vince Gill. What about Garth Brooks? Who? Who? What? Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers at least came up in the last couple. Wait, wait, wait. Pre-surgery or post-surgery? How about the person that was standing next to a very, um... Oh, P.S. Jennifer Nettles. How about about Darius Rucker? I love Darius Rucker, so I have no complaints here. (laughs) Hashtag Blake's got a man crush on Darius Rucker. (laughs) I love Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker isn't bad. The only thing with now... Kenny Rogers now that after plastic surgery, that if he gets too hot, near to any type of light bulb, there's a chance that he may melt and have to have more surgery down the road. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. I'm pumped. Wow. So that's why all the lighting in his house has now he's gone green to LED lighting because it's less harsh. Can, can we just discuss the fact that if you need to do your own rim shot, it was a spectacular joke? I did a rim shot on my soundboard. So. Wait, wait, wait. I just totally thought I was so dirty with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is the unscripted version, isn't it? If anyone, oh, if, radio. If, if anyone could do their own rim shot, I'm pretty sure they have no neck. Excuse me? Oh what? Huh? Oh my God. That's what thought. Dad, I think we're talking about different rim shots. So how about them <laughs> admirals? Oh, they're tied up at one at the Bradley Center right now. Um, they're, 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 they're tied? It's tied at one at the Bradley Center. Um... 
Uh, high scoring game, I see. Oh, I had a thought. I lost my train of thought completely. Um, <laughs> okay, wait, I, no, I, I have a different train of thought, all right? Go for it. And this is going to go out to people in Packer Nation, okay? Here's the thing. As of right it. now, you list Seneca Wallace as, or no, Tolzine as a starting Tolzine color, quarterback. quarterback on Sunday. Right, so far. But here's my thing. Do you see him actually start hurting yes. on Sunday, or are they going to put in Mr. Flynn? Um, no, it's going to be Tolzine. McCartney already announced it. McCarthy. I understand that, but things Matt are always Flynn. subject to change right before game time. Matt Flynn. The, you know what's gonna, the only quarterback change I see happening is that Aaron Rodgers goes into the goes into the coach's room and says, "I'm playing tomorrow." That's the only quarterback change I see at the last minute. Matt Flynn is not going to play on Sunday. By the way, what? Aaron Rodgers, if for some reason you're listening to this, I volunteer to be your nurse. Well, actually, did you happen to hear on the Aaron Rodgers show? I didn't hear the Aaron Rodgers. I didn't tell you this yet. Aaron Rodgers goes and says, "Yeah, I just started putting on my shirt by myself as a Sunday." I immediately thought of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, my God. Wow. Where was I? Hey, 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 hey. Do you know when he was wearing those headphones on the sidelines? He was actually calling Jimmy Johns freaky fast. Because that's how long it's going to take him to heal. Freaky and fast. Did you just say Aaron Rodgers was freaky? I'm in. <laughs> Not that type of freak. shot. <laughs> okay. If Not he that asked. <laughs> that's freaky. Not that type of freaky. Oh. <laughs> then again, only his hairdresser would know that. I just got a tweet. I just got a tweet. Just could from Jessica, Aaron? No. Can I finish my thought, <laughs> okay. please? I have to read these as we go along. Um, Jessica go just tweeted, "Thank you to the Blake and Sal show for getting. We, why can't we be friends? Stuck in my head." <laughs> Yay! I personally think right. it's time for Sal to end his feud with Dwight Fucking Yoakum. <laughs> okay, do we, do we have any other suggestions for earworms to get stuck in people's heads? I think we've got enough of this tonight. I actually want to do a queen? lovely bunch of coconuts. No, 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 no. How about ABBA, Dancing Queen? How about the village people, YMCA? Okay, I want to say something real fast. Oh, how about the Macarena? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Two how about a Kuna Matata? Okay. Two, I have to get two things out real fast. I just remember because Dad's theme music. Um, that today is actually, this is actually the downer, and I have one upper, so I'll go to the downer first. Today's actually the anniversary of Eddie Don't Guerrero. Shut up. Today's the eight-year anniversary of God. Eddie Guerrero's death, today. My God. God bless. all over Twitter all over today, God. and everyone dad's music played. I just wanted to bring that up real fast, because that, that wow, it's been is already Eight years today, Eddie Guerrero passed away, so that's... Wow. That's God that. bless, and he's... Oh, I did want dad's opinion. He is sorely missed. I did want dad's opinion. Go ahead. On the Survivor Series. Go ahead. Real quick, because next week, as I was going to say before we, before we came back to you, we're going to have um, Kurt Hoffman on the show next week. Woohoo! Ah! Kurt makes me laugh. He's a funny week. guy. He'll be on the show next week to help us preview Survivor Series. Kurt, if you're listening to this, could you make Stone Cold sing Hakuna Matata next? Hakuna <laughs> Matata! Oh okay, never mind. Dad, you just sounded like you were a drunk homeless guy singing Hakuna Matata. Just because I know I know South thinking it. Almost like Kurt was here, wasn't it? There, wow. So I'm going to put the request in. I would like Stone Cold to sing Hakuna Matata. 
Okay, and doesn't he do Ric Flair too? Yeah, that's his big thing. Okay, I think he should do Ric Flair singing Hakuna Matata because then you would have <laughs> Ric Flair singing Hakuna Matata and Stone Cold singing Under the Sea. Wow. I'm putting that out that there. That means we go down the Under the Sea. Under the Sea. Funny every time. Oh, but anyway, okay. Survivor Series, real fast. I want to just. Go talk. ahead. We have Orton versus The Big Show. Do you care at all? Yes. You do. That's more than me and Sal do. <laughs> only, for, only for storyline purposes to finish the storyline. Okay, I, I think the here's some here. I, here's something else that I've kind of went in on on the internet looking at some of the websites. Supposedly, it's been rumored hey, because Ryback's been throwing. What? What? I don't want to hear about those websites. I'm your daughter. Okay, not those websites. All right, Ryback? here we go. What about Ryback? Um, Ryback's been throwing it out there a suggestion to Triple H that supposedly, and this is just a rumor, it hasn't been confirmed, that in Wrestle, next year's WrestleMania, that Goldberg no. either may make an appearance no. or may wrestle. No, not going to happen. I'm telling you right now, people Rip have been talking about this for months. It ain't going to happen. And um, we want my opinion. I, I, think, I think I have a perfect thing for my opinion on the Randy Orton Big Show match. Crikey, that storyline. <laughs> I didn't come up with this storyline. I'm just saying it's got to play through, my friends. Good, bad, and different, like it or not. It's, Every it's time you whine, a baby cries, the, and they uh, lose their hero. Why am I even here? It's, it's, <laughs> it's the, it was the same thing with the uh, storyline between uh, Cena and... Um, the real? No. Well, that's the matchup. That's uh, the other matchup. Damian Sanders. Damian Sanders. Damian Sanders. Who's um, Damian Sanders? Um, um, <laughs> the alter ego of Damian Sandow, okay? Little men that live downstairs from me. <laughs> Could you please cut it out? Olga is trying to sleep. <laughs> that wasn't odd for Olga. I know, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, Olga Olga's with Scotty at the cocky game. Olga She's the one that's supplying um, the beer and the, and the schnecks. Olga's, Olga was our first guest of the night, Dad. <laughs> Olga is not with Scotty. Olga does not know Olga who wishes, Scotty is. Olga wishes she was with Scotty. Cena! Cena is taking out the Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Cena. Sal. Play the rim shot. Cena is taking Play the rim shot. Cena is taking Thank out you. a Dad, Cena is taking out a Virgil Del Rio. Do you care about the rematch? Yes or no? No. Okay, neither do I. Honey, do you have any care about this match at all? Are you going to watch the Survivor Series with us? Do I get to see John Cena shirtless for a good lengthened period of time? Yes. Then I Maybe care. Maybe 10 seconds. So, all right. I, I think I think the storyline <laughs> is done to death. Let's let's we're done with it. We don't want to react. Hey, Dad, this is the second match. If I have to see uh, Cesaro monkey swing Great Khali one more fucking time, well, they moved off for that finally. Thank God. <laughs> and on a side yeah, well, note, here. On a side note, I, I want mean, to say is that the brothers you know thing going to be game playing out like Randy Orton and and. Uh, Brian Danielson. Dad, it's funny, but I want to know something. <laughs> Dad, go ahead. Let me let me tell you what just happened here, okay? Dad, we're starting to talk. What? Mandy is on the bed with the microphone. I put her hand out. I'm trying to stop talking. You cannot see her. <laughs> yeah. And so that's why I'm laughing. Are you making fun of Mandy? 
I would just like to say that in the Battle of the Bellas, John Cena got screwed. I do agree. Brie Bella is better looking Bella. Brie mode. I slayed that. John just got oh. John just got better airbags in case there was a car accident. But um, bum. So anyway, if the other again match, rim shot. The other match. Rim shot. The other match that's happening at Survivor Series as of now is the Wyatt family taking on Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. That match intrigues me, and I would like to see that match. So far, this is the only match that intrigues me on this show. Are we sure it's a wrestling match and not a battle of the beards? Well, it's the beard and the best versus the Wyatts. Well, CM Punk's got some facial hair going on, too. Not as much, nearly as bad as the other three. He might be the least amount of facial hair in this match. <gasps> I got it. Well, you know, he's got those Wolverine no, 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 no. going got, on there. I got the best idea for a guest referee. Go for it. Zach Brown. No, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Alrighty then. Dwight fucking Yoko. How about the guy from Z Top? <laughs> you know what, what? Remember what they were doing what? with the guest GMs? Oh. I wish like Daniel Bryan was around for the guest GMs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now. <laughs> next, thing you know, next thing you know, you'll be saying that Larry Cable guy will be a special referee. Don't tempt people. So anyway, we're, we, okay. just hit the, we just hit the two-hour mark on the show, so we really should wrap up now. We really should wrap up the show. <laughs> we should actually wrap the show up for real this time. So how about we do Why? that? Why? We're having so much fun. How about we do that, Sal? Would you want to wrap up for real now? I guess if we have to. Yeah, we just hit the two-hour mark. I just realized it. I didn't even. I wasn't keep track of time. Well, look! Look, Sal. Sal's disappointed now. You hurt Sal's feelings. How does that make you feel? We will have a show dedicated to Dwight Yoakam next week. <laughs> okay, good. All right, let's wrap things up. Dad, thanks for calling in, and we'll have you on next week with Kurt Hoffman. How's that sound? Olga, say bye. <laughs> All right, Olga, peace out. Hey, guys, yeah. just one thing. What? Just remember this. For all the people that basically that we don't get to, we don't get to, is uh, with the holidays coming up, have a good and happy, safe Thanksgiving, and keep everyone in your thoughts and prayers. And remember, get your spit, dog spit or neutered, okay? Thank this you. is Bob Barker saying so long. Um, Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did I not realize we have two shows before Thanksgiving? <laughs> Did you not realize this? <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't say keep it real, homies. So, okay, let's get back to the outro we were doing. <laughs> this is um, Keith Urban and Manda Lambert singing We Were Us. Uh, I, feel like, I feel like I'm doing Deja Vu all of a sudden. <laughs> so that's the show. Next week, as mentioned, we will be previewing WWE Survivor Series. Um, definitely with that and Kurt Hawkins from CW Port. And um, any other fun stuff we could find between now and then. Uh, thank you for tuning into the show live tonight. It's been a fun, fun night. Um, yeah, I hope we get to do it again. Yeah, I hope we get to do it again. I, I hopefully, we'll figure out a way. To, if not this, if not before the holidays, definitely 2014. We'll do more live shows. So, till next week, on behalf of Mark, Mandy, um, and Scotty, Jess, who else am I missing here? Olga, Angel. Olga! <laughs> um, uh, uh, Dave listening, my friend Dave. And um, our other caller, we have another caller. Sal, other caller, your friend. 
Yeah, my friend Dave. Um, Matt? My friend Matt. Matt, there it is. That's what I was thinking. Hey, Matt. My friend Dave was listening, too. Yeah. He didn't call him Matt. Yeah. So, on behalf of them and everyone, thank you for listening tonight. I am Blake. And I'm Sal. And you have been listening to The Blake and Sal Show. Have a good night, everyone. So let's have some fun, shall we? Sure, why not? Shoot it up, big boy. How are you doing today? I'm the Blake and Sound Show. Let me tell you the nature boy is ready to go. Everyone hoist up your pint and basically have a nice Irish drinking toast. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Just giddy as a schoolgirl on prom night. Oh, the delicious irony. <laughs> do we really try to keep it clean? They get weirder every week. They really do. Wait, there's more. I know that you know what I know that I think you know that I know that you know that he knows that I know that you know that. This is fantastic. I love this. What is wrong with these people? <laughs> I've had my medication now. I'm feeling much better. By the way, can you tell my dad's daughter? You would be sh- wasted. Wasted? <laughs> wasted. <laughs> Where's Dr. Shelby when you need him? Yeah, that was definitely the strangest intro I've ever had for an interview. I will say that. <laughs> it sounds very professional. They're often tied to the I'm honored to be etched into immortal podcasting glory. You're listening to the Blake and Sal Show. You can follow the show on Facebook, Tumblr, and on Twitter at Blake and Sal Show. Blake at Riley 1106. Sal at Icon underscore 44. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And learn more about the show and all the music played during it over at BlakeandSal.blogspot.com. Thank you and enjoy the show. Number three in the Royal Rumble. Sal. Yes, I am. Sal, how are you doing this evening? Uh, I plan on winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Randy Orton to the title at WrestleMania. I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> not bad. It's been a, I'm actually. I'm happy. I'm not sick. I was very sick this morning. <laughs> I'm right now. So, all right. Oh, before we get to a very busy show, um, let me let everybody know. You can call the show. The phone line is open, 414 
888-985 anytime during the show. There's also a page up on our Facebook page and Twitter page that tells you how to call into the show. Also, you can Skype in. I have the Skype line open at Blake and Sal Show. Tweet the show at Blake and Sal Show as well. We want to talk to you throughout the night. We're going to be on for a couple hours. We want to talk to everybody listening. I know there's a bunch of people in the chat room. You can talk to us on the Mixer chat room as well. I have that open, and it looks like we got five people in there at the moment. So that is awesome. That being said, let's get right into things, shall we? Yes. Did somebody call for the Easter boy Rick Flair to come on here and say a thing or two? You all deserve this. Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, 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 Cause Stone Cold said so. I couldn't with that. What a wonderful phrase for the rest of your days. It's a problem free philosophy. Woo, a Kuna Matata. I don't know about you, but I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. Everything will be all right if you keep me next to you. You don't know about me, but I'll bet you want to. Everything will be all right if we just keep dancing like we're 22. 22. All right, Sal. We you guys there? A um, very, very busy little panel here all of a sudden. Let's, um, <laughs> well, that was like American Idol. Yes. Let's start um, at our home base. Latino I am now the pepperoni prophet. Wherever the pepperoni lands, that's where the miracle happens. Please, touch your computer screen, your iPhone, or your iPod, and be healed. Ready? On three. One, two, three. Hell, and the miracles happen. All right, let's bring on Mark onto the show. It's been a while. Dad, how you doing? Ah, uh, I'm doing fine. Are you guys? Not bad at all. And, uh, good. Happy New Year. Hey, buddy. Say, how you doing? Good, good, good. So, how's? Did you guys get that wonderful blizzard? Hey, on a second. <laughs> Let's bring on our special guest, Kurt Hoffman. Kurt, how are you? Gentlemen, it is the year 2014, and we are going to kick it off right, right here, right now. Gentlemen, how's it going? How you doing, Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're being on the show every time. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't. Kurtz in, rare, Kurtz in rare form. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, we're, yes, I am uh, honored and privileged as the uh, 
the special guest of 2013 yes. to show up here and come back. Yes, Sal. Yes, Sal. Kurt was our special guest of the year in 2013. We don't really have a word, but there you go. Yes, <laughs> Our um, other special guest tonight actually um, could have made the show, and that was um, Chris Shore from um, ProWrestling.net. And the um, main reason he couldn't make the show is uh, he has to go cover main event. I can't make that up if I wanted to. <laughs> so, that's how that works. Other than that, now let's get right into things. Um, someone's trying to call the show, we're trying to get him on. But let's start things off. We'll get into some news now. How's that sound? Uh, I can barely hear you. I'm getting some crazy feedback here. But uh, my first news item that I have here, uh, Jimmy Uso, who is also known as Jonathan Fatu, and Trinity McRae, who is Naomi, got married in Hawaii on Thursday, and the wedding will be shown on Total Divas. Yeah. I'll admit, I I was actually, um, is it odd that I was really excited about this? (laughs) Mainly because I I actually like my Total Divas. Um, dad, comment. Yeah, I, I'm hooked on on Total Divas too, and then hey, I, I couldn't be happier for both of them, and I hope things work out for them down the road. Um, does um, do you at all watch Total Divas? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Do you watch Total Divas at all? Uh, no. Okay. No. I didn't but uh, I at least knew that they were engaged. And uh, yes, I also found out that they got married, and uh, good for them. You know, good for them. I'm sure they'll have wonderful, beautiful children down the road, whenever Vince Man allows it. <laughs> well, what's funny is that they're talking about the um, whole. Um, Daniel Bryan was talking about how him and Bree, they have to wait till like after WrestleMania weekend, because the only time they have time to get married. So that was amusing. So, I don't know. Alright, I think we finally have our other guest here, and I've been trying to get him on, and we're having our problems. Let's get our other special guest on the line here. To introduce our guest star, that's what I'm here to do, and it really makes me happy to introduce to you. Alright, um, on the air right now, we have David Castillo. Am I saying that right name right, David? Gastaldo, yes. Gastaldo, um, where are you from exactly? Why don't you tell everybody? I am from, uh, from uh, well, originally from Hillsdale, New Jersey. And uh, I hosted my own uh, live talk radio show as well. And uh, f- a former professional wrestler, now a professional referee for a company uh, called American Championship Entertainment. Been a wrestling fan my whole life. And uh, I'm actually very happy to be on the show with everybody today so thank you for having me on anytime anytime uh, we were just in the news and we were talking about um the Uso and Naomi got married uh, yeah, got married over the um, past week but let's move on Sal our next story yeah uh, next story Davey Richards Eddie Edwards the American Wolf signed a one year contract with TNA yeah and then they I'm sorry the... Sal with who what was that I said sorry Sal with who <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Hey, I'm just reading what's on my run sheet. Don't, don't, don't shoot the messenger here. <laughs> Why not? It's fun. You're gonna say something? It's just so not worth time. It makes sense. It makes sense for them to get into TNA. I mean, it, it seems like a company they could better, you know, do their art in compared to WWE, where they would be stripped down and do that they're high they'd be you know they'd be main eventing Wednesday for the next you know several months and then you know I don't think they would have gone anywhere since WWE due to their style and height so TNA I think is the best fit I don't know I, yeah. I, well, the thing with um, them being on TNA they had the worst like debut ever all they did was talk to Dixie and that was their debut I'm like really? <laughs> that that'll impress the fans yeah, and then they, they're scheduled in a match next week, and then, spoiler alert, they don't wrestle on next week's show. <laughs> they're, 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 advertised. Like they're advertised, but they don't next week? They didn't take a match. Oh, oh the old bait and switch. Yeah, exactly. So, Dad, any thoughts yeah. there? Oh, um, where, should, where do I start? Um, I... I, to me, I don't think it's a good fit, but, you know, maybe it'll work down the road for him, but I just thought he had a better fan base with ROH than, than this, but yeah, well, we'll see what happens. I, I, I was convinced, though, because they had the NXT, day, the NXT um, match that they had. I thought they were going to end up staying in the NXT for a little while, and then apparently Davey's attitude made things a little different, and they can't stay there anymore, so. You're a TNA now, and I don't really, really care. And I love the American Wolves. I just don't care. <laughs> Dave, are you so Davey Richards caught the attitude at the Full Sail University, and that's the reason why they uh, only had a one-match tryout? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, my God. If I was his tag team partner, I would be slapping him in the face like, you blew it for us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And apparently that's but, why they're but, out of our reach as well. Out of our reach as well. But it kind of goes by the old rule. What's his Vince's rule? Don't cross the bus. <laughs> well, I, well, I don't think he's directly spat in Vince's coffee. I mean... <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know... Well, here's here's my thing with them. I mean, who knows what they would have been in the WWE. I understand. I believe it was Kurt who made the point of not um, have been all that good with the WWE or might not have been comparable, especially how they want to train people to work their style. However, with how they're concentrating on tag team wrestling lately, I think it would have been a good fit. They would have adjusted. I mean, guys like CM Punk have adjusted. Guys like Daniel Bryan have adjusted. Uh, you know, it it may not have seemed good at first. You know, just from the outside looking in, of course. But you don't know with time, even with Davies' attitude, uh, it, it, it's very possible that it could have been a very good fit. But we'll see where this goes. I mean, my views of TNA are that they're really not even a company. They're a glorified independent company. Nothing wrong with indie wrestling, but they just are awful. And you know what? Maybe talent like this and getting rid of Hogan might be the upswing that that, that company needs. But getting back to the topic at hand, it, it could be a good signing for them. I just don't think you could, you'll see their full potential there because of just how 
irregular their storylines are. Irregular might be the understatement of the night right there. <laughs> I don't yep. know. Well, let's move on. Um, let's go on to WWE. And normally I'd play a um, raw montage, but with all the sound issues we're currently having, I don't want to test things. <laughs> so um, let's just get into things. Um, Sal, I just want to clarify, you did watch Raw, right? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> I have to clarify that because the last two weeks he forgot to DVR Raw. No, so, no, I got it this week. Okay, cool. Well, first of all, um, Batista. Batista's back. And, um, personally, I was a little underwhelmed by the whole thing. Um, Sal, His promo was kind of shitty. That and even the Dorio thing was kind of really off to me. Your thoughts, though? Yeah, it was just, I was, uh, you know, I wasn't impressed. Alright, um, Kurt? I, uh, I didn't feel bad. I was, you know, I was still excited. Um, man, I don't know if Batista's knees are bad, I don't know, but when he did that Batista bomb, he didn't really, uh, do a Batista bomb. I was a little curious about that. Yeah, that wasn't uh, but, Yeah, yeah, besides that, what's up with the friggin' Mafia tracksuit he had on oh, the AJ <laughs> Or as they call over on .NET, the beaver shirt and the um, Titan in the Yeah. That's what they call it over on .NET. <laughs> and, and Batista without the uh, slathering of bacon grease on him, he just doesn't look the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, a la Ric Flair. Yes, a la Ric Flair. Um, Dave, your thoughts? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I didn't like the beaver shirt, obviously. <laughs> I don't think many people did. Uh, however, you know, because I kind of, he came out and I'm kind of like, wow, he looks like a total douche. And then he cut a really <laughs> crappy promo, as Sal pointed out. And I'm like, wait, why is he coming back other than money? <laughs> There's just no point for him to even be in that company right now. Um, he almost reminded me of uh, like a Jersey Shore type of a person. Yeah, complete douche. See, I like Batista, <laughs> but that was really douchey. I can't even dispute that. <laughs> I can't even argue with that. And I like Batista, don't get me wrong. And I was excited to see him back. You can ask Sal. I've been excited for weeks that he was coming back. But I was yeah. kind of like, um, that was it, really? I was hoping when Batista showed up that he was going to pass by Rey Mysterio. And then for all time's sake, he just turns around, looks at Rey like, hey, I'm going to still tear your head off. And he just starts beating him up and just becomes a heel again. I'm like, I got the heel. I love it. But no, that did not happen. That's funny. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, Dad, did you happen to see Batista's return? Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, my, my thing is, who is a stylist? Because whoever they are, their fashion statement sucks. Maybe it was he. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. His wardrobe designer should be fired. <laughs> uh, and and th those, those Ray-Ban sunglasses are so 1990s. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> that is not best for business. Exactly, best. No. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Right. There you go. So not good for business. All right, moving on. Moving on. 
Daniel Bryan, uh, he explained the joining of the Wyatt family, which I thought was, I guess it was okay. I, I don't really care. He's by himself. It almost sounded like it was damage control from the uh, mistakes of the McMahons. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so that was the explanation for two weeks. But my other thing was, he set up a match between him and Bray Wyatt, which we'll more get into when we get to the Rumble. But does that mean he's not in the Rumble? I don't understand. Sal, your thoughts? It almost sounds like he's not going to participate. Um, I mean, I could see him doing both the match and the Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised, but it almost sounds like he's not putting himself in the Rumble. Yeah, I don't understand why not. There's still 10 spots open, so I don't know. Um, Dad, your thoughts? You would think for everything he's gone through that he'd be in the Rumble in the running for the hunt for the belt. Uh, I I can't see him not being in the Rumble. But I guess the storyline with the Wyatts has to play out. But I I think he's going to do double duty. Goldust and Cody Rhodes can do double duty. I don't know why. And Brian and Bray Wyatt can't. Um, It seems that um, it seems like they might already have their plans laid out and I don't think their plans involve Daniel Bryan getting to any world titles because you know Daniel Bryan according to the WWE creative is still supposed to be in the Wyatt family until they all looked at that college basketball footage where everybody was doing yes chance and then they all collectively slapped themselves in the forehead and went ah crap we missed out on this all right turn them face so that's all they know right now is just, okay, we turned them face. Now what? Uh, keep having them right out the program with the Wyatts. So I'm thinking they're not even thinking about, uh, you know, having to win the Rumble. Um, but who knows? Maybe they can still work things out. I, I'm hoping. Like I said, there are 10 spots open. Um, Dave? Well, in, in, in uh, you know, addition to that, thank God for Michigan State University and doing that awesome yes chant. Uh, I, you know, when that whole gimmick, when that whole storyline first came out, I had no idea why they were doing it. There was no reason for it because both the group and Gang O'Brien were completely over by themselves. Now, it, it just, it just was a complete waste of time. So now, with them being where they are now, especially you know a few days away from the Rumble, uh, uh, why can't we go back to the old school days of like you know 1994 when Bret Hart. With an injured knee, he still wrestled in the Royal Rumble after an awesome tag title match uh, and just competed. You know, I, again, it, we don't know if he's going to be in a Rumble or not. That That's completely up to them, the WWE. And I don't see why they wouldn't, considering how over he is right now, unless they had bigger plans. I mean, with him and CM Punk, it's the same thing. The biggest singles guys, other than Orton and Cena, are going against the two biggest trios in wrestling. Uh, it's in an infinite loop, and it's making no sense. Much like Daniel Bryan not being in a w, in the Royal Rumble this year, whether he wins or loses, it does not make sense. It doesn't make much sense. You're absolutely right. Um, this whole storyline has kind of sucked, in my personal opinion. I thought it was dumb, the whole Wyatt family thing. I was intrigued for like a minute, and then I got really pissed off. But now, I'm happy to see him on his own, and I was happy to see him playing with a microphone in his hand for the first time in a while, honestly. Yeah. And that was nice. But other than that, I don't know. I just, I'm ready to kind of move on from this, and I don't know. Like I said, we'll get more into this when we get to the Rumble. Finally, the last image of Monday Night Raw might just be one of the most anticlimactic, dumbest things I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Here we go. Um... <laughs> 
Randy Orton versus Kofi Kingston is your main event. We're in the middle of the match, and then at uh, um, Central Time, 9.59 Central Time. <laughs> That's one minute before the show ends. <laughs> John Cena finally shows up, runs into the arena. The first to arrive and the last one to leave. Yep. He finally shows up, runs into the arena in full gear, might I add. <laughs> runs in, gets into the arena. We deal with, um, he ends up taking his shirt off. I'm not sure when this happened, by the way. He goes after uh, Morton. For some reason, Morton turns from Kofi and runs into Cena, which I didn't quite understand. <laughs> and then Cena chases him into the crowd, up into S.H.I.E.L.D. territory, and out the door. By the way, kudos to WWE for a funny line on their Twitter that um, they should be careful for a um, Roman Reigns spear up there in S.H.I.E.L.D. territory, by the way. There for that one. That was funny. And then they go out the build out to the um to some random suite, which is random. They go into the corridor where there happens to be a whole bunch of fans. And then Orton goes out the door, jumps in a car, drives away. Leaving Cena by himself to turn around, go back in and celebrate doing nothing. And we want to explain this one to me. Sal, could you please explain this to me? I can't. I can't even if I wanted to. It was so bizarre. It was anticlimactic. <laughs> um, any thoughts? Uh, a couple thoughts. Number one, what the hell kind of company, man, shows up so late, like right, like seconds before the copyright gets shown on TV? Like, come on, John. I'm if you start showing up on time. Get with the program. Uh, number two. Straight on Grand Theft Auto, we see Randy Orton commandeering a vehicle and taking off. Randy Orton's an ass, and he was able to hitch a ride. John Cena can't hitch a ride, too. He can't flag somebody down and be like, excuse me, yeah, I'm John Cena. Let me see your vehicle. So, you know, have a nice little high-speed chase at the end of Raw. That'll get the juices flowing for the Royal Rumble, I would think. Oh, that's funny. I like that one. Oh, my God. I like that one. Oh god, that's funny. Um, I'm dad. I hear you commenting. Go ahead. Uh, let's just say Creative was asleep at the switch when this little skit or thing happened because it was so. What's we're looking for? I guess best word to explain it is not only just organized, but just so out of place. Everything was forced and. It didn't make sense. Uh, it almost felt like it was better on paper. It almost made more sense on paper than it did executing it. I don't know. Maybe that's yep. just me. Yeah, that's it. So, um, Dave, I think you haven't have the time in on this one yet. <laughs> no, I haven't. And again, like Sal said, there's absolutely <clears throat> no way that this absolutely this makes any sense. Uh, it, 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 to close out the raw before the rumble you normally leave with a gun in one another throwing somebody over the top and then you get one person whether he's the actual favorite to win or not just like a teaser of well could this guy win the 2014 royal rumble or whatever the hell it may be um but you get that <laughs> you know for for a show before the rumble i would expect a little bit more than that you know, um, that's just me. You know, you, no. brought up, you brought up a valid point, actually, there. We didn't have any of that. 
on this show. There was no, no. like not even the the rumble by the number segment. You know they yeah. you know like 11, 11 seconds with his time. The blah blah blah. You know we didn't have any of that hype. I think they might have played that once, but like we didn't even have oh. like the rumble like the mini rumble they always have with like the undercard people that makes no sense they didn't even do that this year they did nothing no it, it, it was really annoying though. it was really annoying I, I just don't understand it again of course you want to really hype up the, the WWE World Heavyweight Championship match as best as you can but I mean they could have done it a lot better as well if they wanted to do that let them both get um, promo. promos to get and, each other Right, right. And the other thing that really pissed me off, too, was in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, the Royal Rumble's not closing out the show this year. Again, it's it's a sad thought because it's happened now like three times in the, over the last 20-plus years. And just the way they've been pushing people or the lack thereof, it's going to be the middle of the show again. And it's... If it's in the middle of the show again, we're going to get another crappy winner like a Mysterio or Del Rio. You know, so who knows? Who cares? It's the 30th WrestleMania. You should treat this Royal Rumble extra special, and I feel that they have not done that at all. I I, I gotta agree. Well, speaking of which, let's get right into things here. And let's discuss the Royal Rumble. Um, Again, I don't like the theme music. Um, pre-show, our panel, is, <laughs> um, Jim Duggan, Shawn Michaels, and the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. The Royal Rumble with Hacksaw and Jim Duggan. Where do I sign up, brother? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. What's I the, heard that uh, Flair wasn't going to be there after all. I heard he dropped out. I, I, according to WWE's upset, I updated it right before he went on the air. He's still listed. All right. <laughs> yeah, he he worked out a deal with them or something. They dismissed him temporarily because he was going through personal issues, as you would think with the passing of and I'm sure other. Yeah, he just wasn't doing. I caught that. I caught that. I, I, I did. So, he's, as he's long back. as Rick Flair doesn't talk about video games, I think we'll be all right. I, I think we'll all be fine then. You're right. You're absolutely right. As long as he doesn't talk about Space Mountain either. Well, that would make more sense than video games. Or <laughs> John Cena drinking at a bar. That didn't go over well either. <laughs> all right. The pre show match. Listen. The WWE Tag Team yes. Championship. We have the Brotherhood taking on the New Age Outlaws. Uh, I'll start with Dad, because I think he's uh, almost being interrupted over there. Dad, you want to match? You know what? Dad, I'll, I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. Sal, your thoughts. Sal, your thoughts. Anybody hear me at all? I, I, I hear you, but... Okay, we've lost Sal for the moment. We've lost Dad. For the, the whole, moment. the whole explanation you just had. <laughs> so you, you, you cut out like crazy. I didn't hear all the stuff you just said. Are you talking about the the pre-show match though, involving Brotherhood versus um, the New Age Outlaws? Yeah, that's what we're on. That's what we're on right now. Yeah, we can start with you, Kurt, since I'm trying to get Sal and Dad back on. <laughs> oh, 
I don't think I, I would rather see this on the pay per view itself. I mean, you know, I I still think the New Age Outlaws and Cody Rose and Goldust are on fire. Why would you want to take a great tag team like that and just put them on a pre-show? I would I would throw them in the pay per view itself. Where's the Miz? Put him on the pre-show. Oh, <laughs> so true. <laughs> he's he's behind the mic where he belongs. Yeah, true. So put on the uh, put on some bad news barracks. Oh God, I'm afraid I put some bad news. So you're gonna say the um, Brotherhood will retain then, Kurt? I uh, most definitely. Okay, cool. All right, um, Dave, go ahead. Okay, I, I'm gonna say Brotherhood as well for the sheer reason of it's amazing how three of the four contestants here are the oldest, some of the older people on the roster, and yet they've still got it in their kicking ass like they were back in the Attitude Era when, especially myself, when I remembered them best. Um, you know, I don't see the Outlaws staying much longer than what they are. Maybe be a background piece uh, for a further storyline if they continue it with CM Punk and or Daniel Bryan and the Authority. Um, I think their reign of consistent physical activity might be coming to a close shortly. But on that note, and especially the momentum that uh, the Brotherhood are definitely on right now, I, I'll definitely say the Brotherhood. Okay. By the way, anyone in the chat room that's listening, I know there's people there, you can um, comment in the chat room and tell me who you're picking in these matches as well. Feel free. Um, Sal, go ahead. Um, originally, I was thinking... New Age Outlaws for like a day and then lose it on Raw. Um, but now I'm thinking not so much. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Brotherhood. Yeah, I, I don't see the Brotherhood losing the title here. Like, at all. I don't see the point. Um, I kind of see this as the... Where was Sneeze? Bless him. <laughs> but um, I kind of see this as the... Yay! We have a, a, a good guys winning again on the pre-show. That's all I really see this as. <laughs> <laughs> Much like almost every other pre-show that the Shield isn't on. <laughs> so, all right, moving on to the actual show. We have Brock Lesnar taking on the Big Show. Why? <coughs> Why? Sal, go ahead. <laughs> um. I... I don't know. Um, Lesnar, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Kurt? You ask why my answer is to make me smile. Because Brock <laughs> Lesnar is going to tear through Big Show like a carriage cut of prime rib, and I'm going to love it. Carriage cut prime rib. Woo! Woo! All right, Dave, go ahead. <laughs> I think goes with Warrior wins. No, I'm kidding. In all honesty, uh, am I the only one though that's actually excited to see this? Like 11 years later or no. 10 years later, whatever the hell the time gap here. is. Because. <laughs> God. God. Really. Because beat the crap. That's really all it is. It's two big dudes that can still go and beat the crap out of one another, and I love it, and I. Loved their story back in the day. 
I think it was circa 2000, uh, 2000 2004 when they were doing the whole uh, title feud around the Survivor Series at the Garden. 2003. Um, I'll go with Lesnar. 2003, I was right. Yeah. yeah, I'll go with Lesnar on that one. No. See, I, I would care about this match more if they actually brought up the fact that they had past matches in 2002, 2003. I'd actually care. But since they're not bringing that up and they don't care about the history, I don't care about the history. I don't think they'll do the ring break spot again. I, and like that one SmackDown. And that might be one of my favorite moments ever on SmackDown. <laughs> I put that clip up on our Facebook page and it made me smile when I saw it again. <laughs> so, no, I'm going to say Brock Lesnar wins here just because I don't need the point to the match at all. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. Another match that I guess it makes sense storyline wise. I just wish they just put them both in the Rumble already. Daniel Bryan taking on Bray Wyatt. Now, go ahead. Um, I see, I see Bray Wyatt getting a victory here. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah, getting some revenge. Really? Okay. Um, Kurt, your thoughts? Uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Wyatts have been on quite a losing streak, I believe. So I, I would think Bray Wyatt would win, and it would make me firmly believe that they still have nothing for Daniel Bryan yet, because that'll just take him right on the next, you know, the next pay-per-view, and maybe they'll settle their hash at the next one. That elimination chamber. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Dave. Um. We're losing you, On the sheer fact... There you are. There you are. Yeah, hello. There you are. We're good now. Okay. Okay. Now, I, I, I don't understand why they would... ...have Daniel Bryan lose... There's some continuous Survivor's plan uh, in various reports that they were supposed to carry this over to past WrestleMania. Uh, uh, the Whites are on a losing streak, and Daniel Bryan's on a really huge hot streak right now. The reason why they made that switch so soon, I don't see why they change it just because the Whites are also very over. I, I would think they want to continue to make a mainstream star in the uh, WWE. So I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan. If, there, if there's a doubt on what my pick is, you're not listening to this show at all. And you know how much of a fan I am of Daniel Bryan. And I'm going to have to pick Daniel Bryan here. They're hands down, he's got to win this match. Um, it just makes the most sense for him to win this, in my personal opinion. Um, moving on to the WWE Championship match. One fall to a finish. I still don't get the rules of this match. Um, Randy Orton taking on John Cena in the rematch everyone wanted to see. I swear that's how they're advertising this match. Um, <laughs> apparently you can't can't win by disqualification or count out, but it's not a go to two match. I don't quite understand how this works. <laughs> Sal, you're uh, um, I'm assuming that means that there's no restarts. Uh, I don't know. No stipulations, no interference, and no excuses. I think it says on the description. <laughs> okay. I don't get it. So, Never. Good, Sal. Alright, um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna pick Orton for the hell of it. Okay. I really don't care. That's fine. Kurt? 
Yeah. Well, let's see. The winner gets to go face Brock Lesnar next month, right? Apparently. Allegedly. I think it'd be John Cena, but but uh, but that's weird. I would think they would want Orton to hold the belt all the way to WrestleMania, but. I don't know. I guess they would have to pick Cena just because having Lesnar versus Orton would just be weird. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work at all. I'm just being honest here. Um, Dave? Um, well, here's my first, here's my first question. How many people over the age of 10 are looking forward to seeing this rematch? I thought so. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, and Sal actually says hi. Anyway, let me uh, get on to this. Uh, it, it almost seems like old school Attitude Era rules where the main event was automatically, no, basically no holds barred. Anything goes and the referee's not going to call it. They won't count the pinfalls outside, but they can do whatever the hell they want and do whatever they want. So that's the way it sounds to me. With that being said and with the potential of uh, or, of uh, Brock Lesnar facing a champion at no at a at no way out. Geez, I'm still thinking. Wow. Like, you went back in time. Oh. <laughs> yes, seriously. Um, I, I'll say Cena. For the sake of, I, I don't think they're really doing anything with Orton as champion. And he doesn't have the, I mean, this is just my opinion, I don't think he has the star pull like Cena does. And a guy like Cena can bring that kind of attention to the WWE World Heavyweight Championship come WrestleMania 30 time. It was like at the time that at WrestleMania 20, 10 years ago, where it was Triple H and Shawn Michaels and the th third guy that I'm not allowed to say. You can say it on the, You can say it here. <laughs> Chris Fenwa. The, the match was, was great. I can say uh, it's one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time, by the way. It is one of my favorites of all time, WrestleMania was. So. It's really just the positive it should be. Agreed. It was one of the best matches to see live. So I'll say Cena. I'm 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 actually a little torn here because Kurt's right. I don't see why they want Orton to drop the belt right so soon after everything that went on and everything else. But at the same time, this might be one of the worst title reigns they've had in a while. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Cena, mainly because of what I'm picking for the Rumble. So go with Cena. Let's get into the Royal Rumble match. Let me get your Good. Let me get your opinion really quick. Do you think Orton's a better champion or a chaser? I I think Orton's a good champion, just not in this reign. That's my whole problem. I don't think this reign is any good. I think this whole reign has been terrible from SummerSlam on. Agreed. That's how I feel. Agreed. Okay. Continue. Yeah, I, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I've never had a problem with Orton as a champion. I just have a problem with this reign in particular. Yeah. So, all right. all right. Sal, won't tell us who is in the Rumble match as of this as of this show. Okay, uh, we, we have as our number one entrant we have CM Punk, followed by Batista, ADR, Kofi Kingston, The Miz, R Truth, Xavier Woods, Biggie Langston, Goldust, Cody Rhodes, uh, Rey Mysterio, Fandango, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, Eric Rowan, Luke Harper. Damian Sandow and Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso. All right. Um, well, in that case, Sal, who are you picking? 
Um, actually, okay, well, I'm actually, hang, on. hang on a second. Let's actually <laughs> check here. Who do we think is going to be? Let's we'll start with who do we think is going to be some surprise entrance? Sal, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, anything, Sal? Yeah, are you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. I was just using the same thing. What I said was, you sent me a picture of Kevin Ash and he dyed his hair, so that means he's coming back to the Rumble. <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> and um, my other two choices would be Seamus okay. coming back from injury. Okay. And, and um, I don't know if it's true. And you know how I've been dying for this match to happen, but I heard Sting's contract is up at TNA, so I would love for him to come back and then go face the Undertaker. <laughs> Why am I not surprised about that? <laughs> how many years now have you been talking about this? this for years? Um, Kurt, surprise entrance. Anybody you can think off the top of your head? Well, there's always that rumor I keep hearing. Heard about Chris Jericho signing autographs at a car show that's about still throw away from the arena on the same night. So there's is always is that the same one that Sheamus is at? Uh, same one? Yeah, yeah. Sheamus is there too. I firmly believe that Sheamus would be there. Uh, and, and, and maybe Velvetus. <laughs> oh, Velvetus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take it. Dave, any surprise? Any surprise people? Go ahead. Um. Well, I don't know. I, I, here's my question. Does anybody really miss Seamus? I don't I actually personally. Do. I like the guy. I like the guy personally. <laughs> I don't know. I, see, I, don't, I see him returning, which is, you know, possibly. Uh, I don't know if Christian's still injured. I, I probably would oh, I see him, him coming into the Rumble, too. I forgot um, about Christian. And quite frankly, I'm holding out some very slim hope. I mean, and, and, I, and I, I love you. I love you. You know this, but I have to really disagree with you. Sting, I would freak out if that happened, but I have to disagree. I'm gonna go with Jake Roberts or the Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. I'm sorry, okay. I'm putting really out there. Jake looks to be in great shape, and Warrior wrestled not too long ago. He wasn't who he was, obviously, back when he was a mainstay in the WWF, but he can still go, I think, to the point where. He can maybe take that one slight bump over the top rope, or at least get to the apron and then fall slowly. <laughs> so th those are my things. I, I think it's either Jake Roberts or the Warrior. Yeah, I have to give you uh, the Jake Roberts thing would not shock me at all mm -hmm. at this point. No. He actually has been trying to get into the Rumble for a while. So that would not surprise me. I do agree with Sheamus because I do see him coming back. I forgot about Christian completely until you said it, Kurt. I completely forgot about him. I don't know how I forgot about him. I do like the guy. Completely forgot. Um, I don't know. Other than that, uh, Ultimate Warrior, I can't see. I, I just, I don't see them having his first appearance in how many years happened at the Rumble. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. I actually can see, like, a Booker T showing up randomly. <laughs> in the Rumble for no apparent reason. Oh, actually, here's someone. How about Rob Van Dam? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that guy. It just popped into my head. I just thought about that. Of course, 
Yeah, if Sid's music hits, I'm gonna mark out like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now let's get to our winner, Sal. Go ahead. Who's winning the rumble? Uh, I'm picking Hornswoggle. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> just for storyline purposes, um, I'm gonna have to go with Batista. Okay, Batista. Kurt, go ahead. Kirk, uh, yes, for storyline purposes, I would have to say Batista, since he outright said, hey, I'm going to go for the world title, and what better way to fast track a guy in a title than to win the Royal Rumble? That's true. That's very true. Dave? Uh, Coco Beware's bird. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. My original pick was CM Punk, and I'm still going to go with Punk, but I just read with some not too long ago that Punk might be leaving the WWE sooner than he had planned on staying for. Uh, I, I read something somewhere that, that he's, he's been here after he, years. No, but like, I just read something recently that he's going to leave in July, which would be then his last event on the contract would be payback in, in Chicago. They might be doing another summer of Punk thing again. Then Who knows? Not which is possible. Not leaving at that but I still say CM Punk. I still say CM Punk is going to win the Rumble despite storyline purposes with Batista. I would agree. I would not be shocked if he won. However, I think it's CM Punk's time to win the Rumble and then finally main event to be the closing match of a WrestleMania. What bigger WrestleMania to do it at 30 and if Cena wins the title and Punk wins the Rumble, they always make a lot of money whenever they wrestle. So I, I, I see that happening. That's very true. I have to give you that. Um, yeah, salary know that I'm going to say. Because I've said the same thing for the last month. I am picking Daniel Bryan to win the Royal Rumble. I don't care if he's not in the match yet. I'm picking him to win the Royal Rumble, and I'm having Cena Bryan main event WrestleMania 30. That is, but I've been saying that since December. So yeah, the brother-in-law. I am good not. Choice. I'm not denying. I'm not going to go back on what I've been saying since our year-end show. So that is what I'm going to do. Good choice if if they feel that Daniel Bryan is main event worthy for WrestleMania, but. I still don't think they do. <laughs> That's well, why he was maybe, in the program with the Wyatts. Well, maybe, maybe Jarosino used some of his, some of his. Um, I can't think of the word right now, but some of his pull, like he did a SummerSlam. I don't know. Weird things have happened. You know. So that is. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's the Royal Rumble. Um, Kurt, do you have anything you got to plug? Uh, plug? No, no. Uh, I mean, some people might know that we had our little Greg, uh, guys on the Greg reunion several weeks ago. Which I enjoyed, by the way, a lot. <laughs> I really enjoyed that show. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that one kind of spurred the moment. Greg was in town, and yeah, we got together and did it. We might do another one a couple months down the road, depending, because I know we're all going to get together. For a for a tux fitting for Mr. Gonzo, who's going to be getting married pretty soon. So uh, who knows? Just be on the lookout. We got our Gonzo on the Greg Facebook page. So you know, like us on there, and we'll let you know when we're going to bring it. Yeah, Kurt. The fun part was I was some sitting at work, and all of a sudden I see a download on my Downcast app. It says Gonzo and the Greg. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I had to stop what I was listening to and go to that show. I was like, no way. <laughs> oh, I That's right. It's like it's like stinging. And in a Royal Rumble, you never saw it coming. I did not see how it's coming. So, um, Dave, what do you got to plug? Yes. Go for it. Okay. 
Well, thank you again, Blake and Sal, for having me on. It's no been a lot of fun. I definitely enjoyed doing this. I look forward to doing it again in the future. Uh, this See upcoming Saturday, I'm going to be doing a special open mic wrestling night, which is my show. Open mic wrestling night, uh, Rumble special. It's dedicated half to the Rumble and then half of what the hell is going on in wrestling currently. Uh, as we dubbed the show the most diverse conversation in wrestling the mark and the wrestler we, we talk about whatever is on your mind uh, if you want to listen in this Saturday at 9 it's uh, blogtalkradio.com blogtalkradio.com slash dream elite uh, for, for the show so thank you for the play thank you for having me on no problem I'll put that address in our um, description when I post the show up so everyone can get that link from our our own feed. So there you go for that. So, um, Dave? Very good. Thank you. Kurt? And, oh, good. Okay, one more thing. Go. One more thing really quick. If you have a top five, top five Royal Rumble matches of all time, post that uh, with me, and I'll read it on the air for the show. Okay, we'll get there. That's a big thing with our show is the top five. We do so top, five, top five We do top five lists, too, which is cool. We're doing a top five list after we hang up with you guys. So there you go. Cool. That sounds familiar. I might, I might have took the idea from Gondo and the Craig Kurt. I might have took it from you guys in the show. We're all copying each other. At least I'm honest on where I steal my ideas from. That's all right. The so show is very. Exactly. Oh God. Run away with it. All right. <laughs> Run away with it. We got sick and tired eventually the top fives we'll pass on to whoever the hell we please so take it and run Denny well at least Kurt with our show it's not just wrestling so we do jump around other topics it's always a good thing <laughs> fine time three then alright so um Dave thank you for joining yes. us thank you for having me Kurt as always it has been a blast <laughs> yes thank you again and uh I'm looking forward to the next time gentlemen yes like I said Wrestlemania week we're trying to do something big so we'll let everybody know when we get there Beautiful. All right, sounds good, guys. Thank you again. Thank All right, stay you. warm. Peace out, guys. All right. All right, Sal. It's just you and me now. Okay. And we lost Dad because CJ was having a meltdown. So. Oh, all right. No big deal. But I got right right before we went on the air. Excuse me. Right before we went on the air, I um actually earlier yesterday I announced that we our phone number. Which is, of course, 414-882-8965. If you call it when we're not on the air, it will go to voicemail. And we will get the voicemail. And, what a lovely surprise. And we will play it on the air. And we have a voicemail for the first time ever. Okay, let's hear it. Who let's, is it? Um, I believe you might know who this is. Let's go to it, because she actually has her own theme music. Um, Blake and Sal, this is your good friend Olga, and um, I just wanted to say hello, and I'm sorry I could not be on the live show, but I will leave you a message. Um, I 
Um, I I just wanted to say that my pick for the Rumble is Daniel Bryan because he reminds me of the goats back home and in, in um, my my home country, which I cannot name. Then I know I'll have to kill you. Um, but I. Uh, I, I hope Daniel Bryan wins. Uh, yes, yes, yes. And um, I would also like to, uh, what do you call pimp my hashtag, uh, hashtag Olga for Prez. Um, I will now go chill with the hoes and the bitches in the club. So um, have a good night and um, Olga for Prez. Olga for Prez. She will be the first non-U.S. citizen to become the president. That was just too funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you too can send a voicemail to us, and we will play it on the show, whether it be Olga again or anybody else listening. Four four eighty two eight nine six five. You can also call the show live. Now, anybody can call in. The phone line is open. Um, let's move on. Let's actually get into the top five list that we just got harassed for doing. <laughs> Sound good? <laughs> yeah. Guess who's back? So for how often I complain about the theme music on WWE television, I didn't go back in time and realize they had some awesome theme songs. <laughs> and this is one of them. This is from the O2 Royal Rumble. This is Kid Rock Cocky. We said last week, as everybody knows, last week we discussed the worst Royal Rumble moments ever. 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 That was fun. This year, this week, I'm sorry, this week, we're going to talk about the best moments. Best moments ever. Um, Sal, why don't you get us started? Because I forgot to hold my list up. I'm doing it right now. Number five. Go ahead. All right. My number five, um, as, and we actually touched on this a few minutes ago, was uh, 2011. Diesel's return. And more importantly, the face that Kofi Kingston makes. <laughs> Wow. I was more thinking of the cop, the actual stare down between Big Show and Diesel for no apparent reason. <laughs> which I thought was funny. By the way, hang on. Quick shout out to Jess, who, by the way, tweeted at us earlier. By the way, I just want to note that. Jess tweeted. Yes, love us. you. Yes, Jess tweeted. And my mother also texted me and tells you she's listening to the show as well. For that, I'm sorry. Oh, for that, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, moving on. Sorry, that was the big show diesel confrontation would lead to nothing at all for because that really was no point to that. Um, yeah, whatever. I was still I was such a surprise though. I didn't expect that at all. So, but the same Rumble Booker T return too, right? I believe so. Well, what was funny, if I remember that right, TNA was trying to get the main event Mafia back together, and then two of the members showed up in the Rumble. 
<laughs> I was setting up a storyline to bring back the Mid-Event Mafia. <laughs> At the same time. So, alright. Well, mine also is a surprise return. It's from the 08 Rumble at Madison Square Garden. When back-to-back, Jimmy Snuka and Rick Flair, not Rick Flair, Roddy Piper returned. And they, they had a standoff, and the entire rumble just stopped for like two minutes. <laughs> One of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> I remember that, and I was like, is this happening? And then everyone just kind of sat there and just froze. And you see CM Punk like laughing in the background. <laughs> enjoying himself. Watching this go down. And then Kane came in and they threw him both over the top rope. We went on with life. We all moved on. And all was good with the world. So, alright, number four, go for it. Alright, my number four. Um, I can't remember the exact year this was. I, I want to say it was 2020. Won't, but I don't remember it being that soon, that current, I should say. Um, it was the beginning of my obsession, my short obsession with Karma. Um, it was either 2011 or 2012. I don't remember the year either. Was she attacked Michael Cole? Was that right? Yeah, yep. Yeah, she eliminated Michael Cole. <laughs> what the hell is Michael Cole doing in the Royal Rumble, by the way? <laughs> I don't understand why he was doing it in the Rumble anyway. But It was actually technically her only match. Technically, you're right. Actually, it's very valid. She just attacked a bunch of divas for no reason. <laughs> then got pregnant, and we never saw her again. Yeah, that was her, her only match. Yeah, I remember that yeah. because she was supposed to. Uh, she was supposed to be feuding with the divas champion, I think, and then that never happened. That was and everything else. Wow, jeez, it's crazy. I didn't think about that. It's really crazy. Wow. Okay. Well, my number four is from the 2007 Royal Rumble. I had to check the year on this myself to make sure I had the right Rumble. It was The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in the last, like, five, six minutes of the Rumble. Probably one of the best Rumble mm. endings ever. The Taker ended up winning. But that was so edge-of-your-seat edge exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that was... And I don't know, Mandy was pissed. I think she threw something at the TV because Shawn lost. <laughs> she was so pissed. I hope it wasn't something that could break the TV. No, no, I think it was like a pillar or something. But it was still pretty funny. <laughs> Your was, child. She was so pissed. So, all right. Um, go ahead. Number three. My number three. Uh, just for the record, my number three, number two, and number one are all uh, before two thousand. So, so wow. Okay. Um, go for it. Yeah, going vintage. Uh, my number three is 1998 and the Three Faces of Foley. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. I uh, Actually, I just I watched a couple of Royal Rumbles uh, over the past couple of weeks that were uh, on YouTube. So thank you, YouTube, for that. And uh, I forgot about this, so I decided to throw it in there right in the middle. Wow. Yeah, well, that's crazy. I didn't think about that at all. Well, my number three is actually Rey Mysterio in the 2006 Royal Rumble. Yes, David, I liked Rey Mysterio winning the Rumble. Because <laughs> <laughs> it really, I didn't expect him to win the Rumble. And yeah. he went from number two and now it still has the record for the longest Rumble appearance ever. So, what was that, 2006? 2006. He won, the, he won the title at WrestleMania 22. Yeah, that's right. All right. He was actually that, that was actually one of my honorable mentions. I just cannot remember the year. Yeah, it was 06. I remember the rumble because he came out at number two. Triple H was number one. He came out at number two. Right. 
and he went the distance and over, I think it was an hour and four, surpassing Ric Flair's record. Ric Flair had the record, I mean, Ric, he passed Ric Flair's record. So, very, very cool. So, all right, go for it. Number two. All right, my number two is um, the only non-Royal Rumble match. Really? Okay. That I have on my top five, yeah, uh, pertaining to the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Uh, 1999, and it was The Rock versus Mankind in the I Quit match. Oh, the infamous I Quit match. I had to include it. I know it's not a Royal Rumble wow, moment, but it's a Royal Rumble pay-per-view moment. Yep, I, I'll give it to you, but that's definitely a moment. Um, still, still chair shots and everything. Mm-hmm. Definitely a moment. I can't argue with it. Wow. Wow, I haven't thought about that in a long time. That's all over beyond the mat, if anyone's seen that. so Yes. Wow, I, I gotta give you that one. Um, okay. Well, my number two is um, 2005 Royal Rumble ending, which was Batista versus Cena in the overtime finish, because that was exciting as hell, number one. And number two, we got to see Vince McMahon mm. run out and mess yes. up his knees. <laughs> <laughs> both of the quads entering the ring, which is still one of the funniest moments of all time. <laughs> Having to run into the ring, bust both of his quads, and then have to sit in the ring to restart the rumble. <laughs> <laughs> that was the five rumble ending, and Batista won that. And I, that was still a great rumble. I just the ending of that still makes me laugh every time. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that actually. All right, move on. What's your number one? All right, my number one is my oldest uh, Royal Rumble moment. It dates back to 1992, Ah. the one and only time where the Royal Rumble winner was automatically the WWE slash F champion, and that was Ric Flair. Yeah, wow. You're going to go with the 92 Rumble. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a classic moment. I mean, I I couldn't not include it. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. And that might be one of the, one of the most all star like rumbles as well. I can't even argue that either. Mm-hmm. You know, my number one is the back to the 08 Rumble. And the reason I say this one is because of the shock value of this happening. We get to the number thirty entry, and I know you remember this now. <laughs> Yep, it's actually my honorable mention. Yes, this is, it gets to the number 30 entrant, and it was like, I'm, we're, we're literally, at, we always, when we're watching the Rumble, we're always yelling out names to see who's right and who's going to come out. Right. And I have my sheet in front of me, and we're out of names, so I have no idea who's coming out. All of a sudden, Mandy yells out, Cena! And I'm like, he's not going to be back tonight. There's no way. <laughs> the countdown goes down. <laughs> All of a sudden, the buzzer sounds. Seated music hits. And literally, I dropped my phone. I was in shock. <laughs> and JR's call might be one of my favorite calls of all time. He was going insane, just like everybody else. And then he ends up winning the Rumble. But that was one of the biggest surprises I've ever experienced. And it shocked the garden crowd. When you can shock the garden crowd, that says a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it takes a lot to shock the garden crowd. So, uh, that was amazing to this day. One of the best moments ever for me at a Rumble. So, auto mention, Sal, go for it. All right, well, you mentioned two of my three. Uh, my third one was uh, 
1995, and Shawn Michaels and the infamous one foot touching the ground. Oh, yes. Classic. So suspenseful. Absolutely classic. Okay. That's the only one you got left? That's the only other one? Yeah, that was the only one. I only had three, and you mentioned the two already, okay. so. I have three, too. Two of them are actually from the 04 Rumble. One of them is because you mentioned Mick Foley, and I had a Mick Foley moment on here as well. Um, was Mick Foley jumping test entering the Rumble surprising Orton, which still cracked me up <laughs> to this moment. And the 04 <laughs> Rumble where Benoit went from number one to win, because I actually didn't expect him to win the Rumble. <laughs> right. So to have him go from number one to win, it was impressive. And I would probably make it into the top five, but wasn't the fact that it was because Benoit. <laughs> Yeah. And I really can't watch the end of that Rumble anymore, unfortunately, because of it. And my other one is just here for comedic effect. <laughs> and that was um, the 2002 Royal Rumble, when Maven eliminated The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> and then Undertaker took him in the ring and beat the crazy crap out of him and ended up throwing him into a popcorn machine. <laughs> <laughs> Which might be one of the funniest moments ever. <laughs> <laughs> So that is our top five list. Um, anyone that wants to chime in, you could actually, if people, if people know, I'm trying to get more people to comment on the show. When we post the show up and it's on the blog, you can comment on the blog and tell us what you think and your thoughts and we'll bring it up on the air. I don't see why you can't yes. do that. Feel free to do that as well. I'm just throwing this out to people so they know you can, can contact the show at any time through all these different methods. So, Even if you have to criticize us, contact us. Yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think. So let's go to a break, and we will come back, and we'll get into some sports, and there's people listening, and they're going to get on the show as well. So let's get into sports. After this. She'll make a mind up just to change it. The kind of girl that keeps you waiting, waiting around. She likes to get her toes done bright red. She's always reapplying lipstick. The money river bank, she's the first in. Last down She's got something I can't figure out That everybody's talking about She got the blue jeans Painted on tight That everybody wants on a Saturday night She got the mood ring She's never the same The sun one minute Then she's pouring down rain she do whatever she wants So when she moves Every jump on the drop Alright, we're back. Um, shout out to Michael Foster, who apparently was calling the Skype line and he wasn't making it on. So if you're out there, contact me on the Skype line. I can get you on the show if you want to get on. So, if anyone is hearing me, call back on the Skype line. We'll get you on. This is um, David Nail with um, Whatever She's Got. A song that I just really like. It's one of the newer country songs out right now. So there you go. Mm-hmm. So let's move on and let's get in to sports. This is no miracle. It is a reward for building excellence. Team USA has won the World Cup. Bottom of the near circle, bang a shot. Save made, rebound, Van Gilder. He scored! Mark Van Gilder! Game winner, Mark Van Gilder! They score! It's over! At the 
you're going to want to hear this. All right, Sal, we are now in the sports. Again, anybody in the chat, you want to um, chime in and talk to us about anything we're talking about, you can go right ahead. Also, call in 414-882-8965. Let's start real fast in the NFL. And, um, yeah, Sal, um, yeah. <laughs> who did you say we're going to make a Super Bowl? Uh, we have playing in New Jersey. New Jersey. East Rutherford, New Jersey. <laughs> we have um, uh, the, the the boys from South Park's uh, favorite team, the Denver Broncos, <laughs> and the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll get into Seattle in a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will. We'll get into Seattle in one second here. Oh, wait. The final play. Take me through it. It interrupted me without me even pressing the button. Denver and Seattle have made the Super Bowl. Denver, obviously, I didn't. <laughs> it's Manning. Seattle, Frisco game. Damn. What a game. <laughs> what a football game. What a fantastic football game. Um, <laughs> I love the fact I texted you the next day. You had no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> No, I didn't. I wasn't working. I had no idea. I'm sitting at the computer. Again, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't see the Seattle Frisco game. I was just following it because we were watching TV and watching other things. And all of a sudden, I'm following along on Twitter. And all of a sudden, everyone's talking about Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman, Richard Sherman. I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, what's going on? I had no clue what was going on. Oh, Richard Sherman. Cut a promo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I like that one video. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Who was talking about you? Crabtree, don't you open your mouth about the best. Are you on the center for you real quick? L.O.B. That might be my favorite clip ever. <laughs> I just love how she's like, no. Nobody's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of Renee Young. That's what that reminded me of. <laughs> I, yeah, I love the um the meme video with uh, where they 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 replaced her with Mean Gene and Oakland. <laughs> Macho Man from Richard Sherman. <laughs> Who put that video with Terrian? That was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's talking about you. <laughs> Just the way she said it was awesome. <laughs> Mandy was on um, Instagram and somebody posted the first beginning of that and she's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> you tell me what happened. <laughs> I wonder if uh, him and Coach Tortellini are uh, friends. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Because <laughs> that was one of the weirdest moments ever, might I add. But yeah, we'll get to our Super Bowl picks on next week's show. Just so everybody knows. Um, that'll be next week's show. We'll do our Super Bowl picks. So, let's move on to the National Hockey League. Hockey. Okay. Let's go to the news. Sal, 
news. Um, Sidney Crosby has been named the captain for Team Canada at the Sochi Games. Woo! Wow. Shocker. Crosby, captain. Shocker. Yeah, Should exactly. I be excited about this? Uh, should I be? I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I should be. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't care. I, <laughs> I don't even know who our captain is yet. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, let's just move on. Continue. See, what sure. Are the, what are the, okay, before we get into this, I want to know that everything, the next two stories happen in the same game <laughs> on the last <laughs> game of Hockey Day in Canada. <laughs> I just want to know this. This was the fourth game of Hockey Day in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first story, um, the Vancouver Canucks. I, I was going to call them the Denver Canucks for some reason. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks head coach uh, John, quote-unquote, Tortellini, suspended for 15 days, which equals to about six games, for <laughs> attempting to enter the girls' locker room. I mean the Flames' <laughs> locker room. So in this game, I have to tell you, I'm sitting here and my phone's going off with the ESPN updates. And I'm like, why do I care about this game? Watch. Oh, they have a phone call. We have a phone call. Um, forward four. Um, who we have and what's your name and who are you calling from? Forward four. Anybody on the line? Apparently whoever was hung up. <laughs> cool. Anyway, there's a wrong number. Is this Domino's? <laughs> I'm trying to find the text message that I got. Um, here it is. Where is it? Uh, here it is. Um, the Flames conduct open game with 10-player brawl. Team combined for 142 penalty minutes in the first five minutes. Oh, I love games like that. Oh, man. It's not it happened on the National Network, by the way. So, oh, I would have been. This was like the late, it's like the nine o'clock game my time. So this is a late game. Um, this was Saturday night, and um, so that happens, and I'm like, what the hell? So then the next message I get: Canucks coach John Tortorella held back from entering Flames locker room after brawl in first period. <laughs> what? Do we? Do we know what was said? I mean, like, I just, I'm so. I'm, I'm at a loss. I don't understand. Neither do I. I don't know what happened there. Um, so what was the next story? Next story. Um, in rebuttal, the Calgary Flames head coach, Bob Hartley, was fined 25000 U.S. dollars for a attempting <laughs> to instigate a pre... Uh, wait. Attempting to instigate a premeditated fight. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this shit up. It popped up on my phone like that. <laughs> I think, you know what I think? I think TNA booking has gotten to the NHL here. By the way, I want to know, the quotation marks is in the text message I got from ESPN. <laughs> That's actually how it was written. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. So, and also, um, the last text message from this game, so I can find it now, Canucks get 3-2 win over the Flames in a game marred by 204 penalty minutes. Keep in mind, 142 of those were in the first five minutes. 
So, there you go. Moving on. Um, story that broke, actually, all at work. Go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, the New York Rangers have traded defenseman Michael Delzato to the National Predators for defenseman Kevin Klein. Yeah, this surprised me. I'm 4-4. Four four. We'll try again. Um, who are you? Where are you calling from? Hey, Blake, this is Eric Barkowski from Lockheed Admirals. Oh, Eric, welcome to the show. I'm Sal, Eric, Eric, Sal. Hi. Nice to Good yeah. timing. Very nice good timing because we just mentioned the Natural Predators. Yeah, oh, mm. it's cool. Yeah, well, what do you know yeah, about this trade? We uh, just had a trade today, actually. Yeah, what do you know about this trade? Um, not too, too much about it because, you know, a lot of the players in the locker room were trying to figure it out. Um, I know Nashville did trade for Kevin Klein. Yes. For Michael um, Delzato. What's that? For Michael Delzato from the Rangers. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. So, but yeah, that, uh, that was buzzing around today. Uh, Taylor Beck today did get sent up to Nashville mm-hmm. today. So... There was talks if Nashville was going to be sending anyone else down because of the trade, but uh, nothing else really going on, just sending Taylor back up. So we won't have him for our 3-3 three three coming up uh, starting Friday. All right. Well, well, we'll move up the Admirals, actually, to um, right now, and I have um, some clips from last night's Admirals game, which we'll play right here. Right circle, Rodney to the spot, of scores! Mika Salamaki will put it in on the far post. Salamaki, wrist shot, score! Mika Salamaki with a long shot just inside the far post, beats Sparks, stick side. Pull up, blocked by a sliding defender, bottom of the far circle and center, score! Austin Watson! Watson from his knees was able to push it into the net just inside the near post. All right, that was from the last night's um, 3-2 win over Toronto over at the BML Bradley Center. Um, that unfortunately was after three straight losses on the road. Um, San Antonio, 5-4 shootout loss, and two back-to-back losses in Oklahoma City. 2-1, 5-4 shootout. Um, Eric, let's go to last night's game first. Last night's game first. How was that game in person? Uh, different seeing, you know, glancing, you know, going back and forth in the locker room. Uh, they seem to be, they, they play much better at home. Um, it, plus, you know, since we, right at the moment, we have four goalies because the two goalies that we have usually as our main star and backup are injured. Uh, hopefully we'll get Scott Darling back soon. Uh, he was skating at practice today. It didn't seem like there was much of an issue. But uh, hopefully, with the three and three with Rockford, the Admirals have played better so far in the season against Rockford. Hopefully, the three and three they can turn it around and hopefully climb up even higher in the standings. All right, um, you're right. They do always seem to play better at home. They had they, they, on the road. They can't seem to win anything. I don't understand what's going on with that. Um, do you have any clue why they can't seem to win on the road at all? I, that I am not sure. Um, I know with the shootout, that's for shootout loss in San Antonio Steel, uh, Noel Halbert had So that was the first the ice. So 
but uh, I know they've been struggling a little bit on the road. I really don't know why. Um, it could just be a bad stretch. So hopefully um, this road fall basically with the three three, you know, going to Rockford and back, and then because they'll be they'll actually have come the month of February, they have a lot of games at home. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Yeah, hopefully they get back on track. Um, like you said, we got three games. I love the AHL schedule. Um, three games weekend. Home versus Rockford, on the road in Rockford, back home versus Rockford. Um, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, I love the AHL schedule, just for that reason. Uh, oh, we play the same team back to back to back all the time. <laughs> Ridiculous, but whatever, we'll go with it. Um, otherwise, any other thoughts you want to have about the Admirals or the Predators as of right now? Eric, you still there? Eric, did we lose you? I can hear you now. I can barely hear you. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm on the like those, so. There we go, we're back now, we're back, you're back. Okay. So, okay, continue. But yeah, with uh, I mean, it's going to be a very interesting uh, three and three with Rockford, uh, considering it, you know it's a good rivalry matchup you know so far as it seems this season. Um, and considering Friday, you know, it, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be a almost complete sellout. So it'll be it'll be a good crowd for that game. And I'm also hearing that it is going to be a complete sellout in Rockford for the Saturday game. Wow! And uh, you know a lot of talk. A lot of talks going around you know, in the locker room. You know, they're, you know, they're joking around. Get, you know, they're thinking that uh, Sunday by Sunday it's going to be a real bloodbath between the two teams. Oh, great! <laughs> wow, and not bad for Roscoe's birthday party on Sunday. Was it the bloodbath that day? That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Just like so, I, yeah, the the players, the players are excited about it, considering you know they'll be playing two, two sellout games in a row. So they're they're really looking forward to it. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because I automatically went back to um, I think it was a couple of years ago. It was April. I remember it was WrestleMania Day, and we was Autism Awareness Day, and they played Rockford, and that was the day of the bench clearing brawl <laughs> with um, the goalie fights and everything else. And it happened to be Autism Awareness Day, <laughs> and um, I was like, "Oh, this is a great day to have a bench clearing brawl." <laughs> yeah, they. Um, I remember that. Brawl real well. Yeah, uh, I remember because we were texting you like crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, so it was it was definitely uh, definitely interesting, uh, especially having to do an intermission just to sort the penalties out. That was. Uh, yeah, Sal, that was interesting that night. They had to have two intermissions in the yes. middle of the first period and then actually for the second period. <laughs> that was a long, yeah, was, long day. Yeah, that was a very interesting. Wasn't that the same day as the post game, like firefighter versus the policeman game too? So that was a long day for I, everybody. I I believe so. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure that's when that was. As well. we, we left early mainly because um, CJ was really going nuts after the fights. So we kind of left early. People were showing up for the firefighter policeman game, and I'm like, oh great, that's not after this dude. It's gonna be a long day. <laughs> so, all right. Well, Eric, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. You can come out anytime down the road. 
call in anytime you want. We'll get you on to talk more about the Admirals and the NHL down the road anytime. All right, thank you, boy. Thanks for the invite. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Hopefully see you Sunday. All right, take it easy. Talk to you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Boy. All right, that was um, Eric Murkowski of the uh, Milwaukee Admirals and Nashville Predators. So that was really cool. So let's get back to the um, National Hockey League. Let's take a little breather there. And now let's go to the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> and um, before we even talk about you, our little star here, Sal, because you're on both ends of this conversation, <laughs> let's go to the highlights. Puck jarred loose at the side of the net. Zuber's trying to reach out and grab it. Shot by Fane. He scores! Mark Fane through a screen, and the Devils take the lead. Bernier throws it back to the point. Quick shot save. Rebound loose. They score on a rebound. It's Ryan Carter. Boucher bouncing puck. He'll get on it deep in the zone. Reed Boucher centering trot. Yager at the doorstep. Scores! Now Klo back for Elliott. His shot deflected off the skate. Sent back towards Zidlitsky. Face one shot. Lays it down low. They score! Oh, what a play! Zidlitsky picks up Jelena. Jelena ahead. Henrique shoots! And he rang it off the pipe and in! It'll count! Zajac has the puck here. Plays it for Elias. Centering try. Quick shot! They score! Damian Bruner! What a return to the lineup for him tonight. A goal and two assists. Alok! It's in! Oh, a tricky puck got by Yaroslav Alok. And the Devils make it 7-1. Yeah, that was last night at the Prudential Center. Seven to one. <laughs> if it wasn't for that snowstorm, I would have been there. I actually got offered tickets. Wow. Well, seven to one. What a crazy, crazy game. So, Sal, post-game, <laughs> you text me. What happened? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I don't normally watch the Devil's post-game show because by then I'm just exhausted and I just want to go lay down and do something and read or whatever. So I was just sitting on the couch. I'm watching the Devil's post-game show, you know, riding on the high of the 7-1 victory. Um, I had sent that tweet. Uh, well, let me set that up first. Um, they show three tweets uh, throughout, you know, from throughout the game, the three best tweets. And they put them on the air. And mine just so happened to be one of the tweets. And it's right. funny because when I had tweeted um, New Jersey Devils, a, I completely forgot that they do this, and I really didn't think anything of it. And B, I was just saying it just to say it. I really wasn't saying it for, like, the Devils to read it or anything like that. I read so that, I that was too. I thought it was funny. I got the tweet when it originally went up, but I thought it was funny. So, <laughs> so what was the tweet, Sal? Go ahead. You can tell everybody. Uh, so I had tweeted, I believe it was after the second period, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, I had simply just said, keep this offense going. We sure do love snowstorms. So, um, we had a call come in, and apparently I'm calling him back. Apparently. I don't know how that happened. We'll find out what's going on here. I'm not sure what's going on. Angel, can't come to the phone right. Okay, we'll hang up on that. I'm not sure what happened there. Live radio, people. That was awesome. <laughs> Maybe I was calling in. Call us back. Oh, here we go. Um... 201. Um, you're on the air with Blake and Sal. Who is this and where are you from? Hi, I'm Angel. How are you? Oh, Angel, you're on the radio. Hey! Yes, um, Angel Ballister is here on the air. And um, he is a devil season ticket holder. And he yes, was yes. not at the game last night. 
Well, not many people were. Not many people were. Yes, but we were just talking about the 7-1 victory over St. Louis. Angel, your thoughts on last night's game? Oh, it was exciting. I wish I could have been there. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, before that, they did lose back-to-back games versus Colorado and against Phoenix. I'm not quite sure what the hell is going on with this team at all because they have no consistency whatsoever. Right, Sal? Nope. Um, Angel, any clue? Because there's no consistency on this team. Yeah, they never have consistency, so I was surprised to see seven goals. But then again, it was the uh, anniversary of the 334 game from back at the, the Continental Lines Arena. So I didn't realize that was the anniversary game. Wow, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I did not click that that was the anniversary game. Fitting. Really fitting. <laughs> yeah, very. And we scored seven goals in that game, too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow. Well, with that, by the way, the Devils are a point out of the wild card spot. Woohoo! Um, behind Columbus. One point out of the wild card spot. Unfortunately, they got like two games in hand on us, but that's not the point. Um, so, um, you guys are going to be attending on um, Sunday afternoon the Stadium Series. Between the yes. Rangers and the Devils, we've been looking forward to this at Yankee Stadium. Let's start with Angel because he's the guest. Um, your thoughts on this Sunday Stadium Series game? What are you looking, what are you looking forward to? And what kind of game do you think it's going to be? I mean, uh, I, I've been watching the New Year's game, so I would think it's something kind of like that, um, except it's probably going to be much colder. Um, so it's it's cold to be interesting, but I, I think, you know, any Rangers or Devils matchup is always uh, an exciting matchup. So just adding the outdoor uh, effect of it and, and the possibility of doing snow showers in the afternoon, you know, that, it's really going to be a, a really exciting matchup to watch live. Well, it wasn't exactly the warmest at the Winter Classic this year, so... <laughs> It was like 18 degrees and snowing, so why wouldn't I call that yeah. the warmest location in the world? Um, Sal, you're excited about this one. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I'm just, I can't wait. Uh, I've, I've been praying for snow since the day they announced it before I even knew where it was going. Um, of course, I'm the procrastinator. I waited until today to look for a Stadium Series jersey to no avail, so it looks like I will not be having my Stadium Series jersey on. But um, I just, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, I hope it snows. It's going to be a good time. It's just going to be a good mix of Devils and Rangers fans. Probably some cheering, but uh, I think everyone's going to have a good time and, and behave themselves. It's going to be cold. It's going to be fun. I'm going to be, I'm not going to be home for it. I'm working, unfortunately. Uh, so I'll, I'll catch everything. I don't know when I'm going to watch this game. I probably won't watch it until like Tuesday, my next day off, because we got that, and then I'm going to the Admirals game, then the Rumbles that night. So I have no idea when I'm going to get around to watch this game. Be <laughs> 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 honest here, but um, that's that. That should be a lot of fun this coming weekend. Um, Angel, I just want to have your thoughts. On, we were talking about John Tortorella a couple minutes ago. Uh, what are your thoughts on the whole John Tortorella, Bob Hartley incident with Vancouver and Calgary over the weekend? Oh, oh when, I, when I heard about that, I, I, I just laughed. I, I didn't even know about it until I saw it on my Twitter feed and Facebook feed and all that. But 
I mean, I mean, that's typical Tortorella, though. I mean, it's not shocking to me when I see that. On, and you know, okay, so what else? What else is new? Um, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's just his way of you know riling the team up or something. Because you know, if you follow him around, you know where he's coached and that, it, it, it kind of you know has that similar nature All right. that is Tortorella. Okay. Uh, and real quick, we were talking about, um, we actually had Eric um, Murkowski from the Nashville Predators on the show a minute ago, and we were talking about Michael Delzato being traded by the Rangers to Nashville for Kevin Klein. Any thoughts on this one, Angel? Yeah, I just thought of that. I, I, I don't know. That's, um, that came as a surprise to me. Okay. Well, that surprised us too. I, it, it broke while I was at work, and I was like, well, we have to talk about this. <laughs> this is definitely interesting. Well, on that note, we are we're good with the hockey news. Angel, thank you for joining us, especially um, at the last minute before we actually moved on from hockey. And um, you can come on anytime. Just letting you know that. You can come back on the show anytime. Sound good? Well, great. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Thank you. Thanks, Angel. Bye. All right. Um, one more thing, sports-wise, we're going to cover here, and then we'll go right into entertainment. Because I look at the clock. Wow, we are we're going long. Yes. Let's um, get into this. This is, of course, Scotty cannot be here tonight. He's working, but he did send in his soccer report. Oh, excellent. So let's go to that. predict how the game went because they pulled their goalie uh, late in the game and Missouri scored three three-point goals which definitely increased the lead. Um, so they're up 22 to 4 Friday night and they come back and play Missouri Saturday night and the Lakers ended up holding that one 16 to 4. A little bit of the same scenario but instead of keeping their six attack, they had very thought back their goalkeeper so uh, the game ended at 16-4 for a wave victory, which keeps them in first place at 9-2. and two. The next night, Baltimore loses to Syracuse 9-8. Um, a late goal from Syracuse gave them the win with 58 seconds left. Also, Pennsylvania, the expansion team, got their first win of the season. and It happened to be a shutout against St. Louis, so they won 16-0. And that'll do it for the major indoor soccer league. Now, the good thing about this weekend is Chelsea defeated Manchester United. <clears throat> now, that's going to be equivalent to the Bears and the Packers, um, the Yankees and the Mets, if you want to put it that way. Big rivalries, basically. Uh, two of the top teams in the last recent years. So, to have Chelsea beat Manchester United 3-1, to uh, that's just a fantastic result for the Blues. Uh, Arsenal picked up a win this weekend as well as City, so the table really hasn't changed too much except for the fact that 
it definitely puts a blow to me United's uh, title and hopes. And that's going to be it for soccer this week. Let's get entertainment, Sal. Um, try to ignore some stuff going on here. Um, this yes. is the new Danny Goki. Hope is in front of me. That I'm okay. hiding for Mandy because I don't think he knew I had this song. I found this online. It's not available anywhere except for a certain website that I found it on that I'm not going to say where I got it. So. It's a Blake and Sal show exclusive. Yes. So let's get into entertainment. Um, the news. First of all, the Batman Superman movie has been pushed back from the release date of July 17, 2015 to May 6, 2016 to allow, quote-unquote, the filmmakers time to realize fully their vision given the complex visual nature of the story. Sal, your thoughts? This movie better be fucking amazing with this pushback. Yeah, I don't know what to say anymore. Right? The, the it joke, better be worth the wait. That's all I gotta say. It better the joke be I've been it. saying, the joke I've been hearing has been, um, well, now it gives them time to recast Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Agents of Shield news. Um, Thor Warrior Lady Sith will be crossing over in Agents of Shield in, in episode 15 of this season, Sal. That's coming up? Yes, it is. Uh, how excited are you? Very. So that news broke. J.J. Abrams announced that Star Wars Episode 7 script has been finished. Yeah. So they'll finally start filming. That'll be coming out December 2015. Jay Leno has announced its final guest on the February 6th will be Billy Crystal. Who was his first guest back in 1992? So that's cool. Meh. What? What was Meh. that? Meh. Hey, I did. I did get the story. Jimmy Fallon though announced his first guest for the new Late Show with Jimmy Fallon. That'll be on February 17th. It will be Will Smith with you two as his first musical guest. And then Jay Leno announced that he's going to come out of retirement again and kick Jimmy Fallon out, and then Jimmy Fallon will be on TBS with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, that happened. Uh, 
Disney and um, Pixar announced they'll be making a Toy Story Christmas special coming out in this Christmas season called Toy Story That Time Forgot. Uh, I'm excited okay. about this. I really enjoy Toy Story of Terror. So, yeah. that's always a good thing. Well, Sal, our next story is one of our favorite people to talk about. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it, Sal? <laughs> yes. Justin it helps that we had the volume, volume up. Justin Bieber. Nobody fucking needs ya. You wanna know why? I'll tell you why. Cause you're a little cunt. Um, Justin Bieber and <laughs> Selena Gomez, they got into a, apparently a text fight. And I'm just going to straight up and say what the culmination of this is. I don't have to read all of them. I believe Mr. Bieber told Selena Gomez to keep that talentless pussy away from him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what yeah. that means. <laughs> and then proceeded to send her a picture of his penis. Yes, that did happen. So, wonderful. Moving on, it was announced Super Bowl National Anthem singer will be opera star Renee Fleming. Okay. That, that, that was the exact yeah. balance I expected. <laughs> <laughs> um, Disney, I'm going to skip the next story because that was for Mandy to that up here. Disney announced that they will be bringing Frozen to the stage for a full-fledged theater production in the future. I can't wait. And finally, NBC pulled a plug on motor, the Murder, She Wrote reboot before it even began, which I thought was funny. <laughs> oh, Why? I don't know. Nor do I care. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't interested in this. <laughs> Why? Because it's fucking murder, she wrote. Wow. <laughs> Watch the original, Sal. Watch the original. I used to. That didn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> I was forced to, okay? I was forced to. Well, my grandma loved the original, so. All right. <laughs> Looking at the clock, let's um let's actually just move on. I believe that's all we got for entertainment. The Grammy Awards are going on Sunday. I don't care. That's the problem with the Grammy Awards. Yeah, I, I don't care. They're head to head with the Rumble. That's the whole problem. They're head to head with the Rumble. They used to be in February, didn't they? Yeah. I don't really. Yeah, give a crap. yeah. They used to be the first Sunday of February. I mean, I'm not in the music industry anymore. I really don't care about the Grammys. All right, cool. Then let's wrap things up. That's not our own show song tonight. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's the show. Next week, we'll be back to review the Royal Rumble, Sounds Experience at the Stadium Series, and much, much more. So, 
on behalf of um, Kurt, Chris, Mark. Oh, well, actually, not Chris. Chris didn't call. Chris already made it here. But whatever. Chris did not make the show. So, Kurt, Mark, um, for the proof time he was on. David, Olga for the voicemail. Scotty for the soccer update. Eric, um, Angel, who also called into the show. Um, Jeff for chiming in on the um, on the tweet. And anyone else listening, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Um, this out still in shock by what happened on the show. Uh, <laughs> what the hell happened? Hi, <laughs> <I> Blake. <laughs> I think I'm Sal. I don't even know what's going on anymore. <laughs> so what are we listening to? Come on, by the way, Sal. What are we listening to? Hey, hey, hey. This is the new Katy Perry Star Horse. I, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh by the way uh, David just um, messaged me thanking you for him to be on the show again there you go hi David um David yeah okay you've been listening to the live Blake and Sal show what a clusterfuck this show has been have a good night everyone wait wait what's my line what do I say um hi that's not it have a good night everyone uh, is it is it um, uh, uh, sticks. so very much goodbye and good night